Nothing in this world will satisfy Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry Your presence is heaven to me Treasure of my heart, treasure of my heart and of my soul. In my weakness, you are merciful. Redeemer of my past and present wrong. Oh Lord, order of my future days to come.
tonight. May I know Jesus tonight. May I know Jesus more and more. Let's start again here. I, I am waiting. Everybody now in your houses, let me hear you say, here I am waiting, Lord. Here I am waiting. Abide in me. Abide in me. I pray. Here I am. Lord, here I am, here I am longing for you, Lord, for you. Oh, Lord, hide me, Lord, tonight. Hide me in your love. Bring me, Lord, bring me to my knees. May I know May I know Jesus more and more. Come live in me. Everybody now, in all your houses, lift up your hands and your voice and say, Come Lord, come live in me all my life, my life. Take over. Come breathe in me, Lord. Come breathe in me. And I will rise, you'll rise on the eagle's wing. Say one more time, everyone, now tonight. Come live in me, Lord. Come live in me, Lord, all my life. Take over, take over. Come breathe in me, come breathe in me. And I will rise, I will rise on eagle's wing. One more time, everybody now. Come, Lord, come live in me, come live in me. Oh, Lord, and I will rise all my life. Take over. Come breathe, come breathe in me, come breathe in me, come breathe in and I will rise, I will rise on Eagle's wings. And I will 
everlasting your light will shine when all else fades never ending your glory goes beyond all fame and the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside out of my soul cry everlasting everlasting your light will shine when all all else fades never ending your glory goes beyond all fame and the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside out of my soul cries out good evening are you all doing tonight good evening um i've got two or three minutes to um to greet if you come on quickly so i we started a bit earlier so that we can um have time to worship before the word so good evening if you're on let me tell you something especially those of you who are pastors and you may not be pastor yet but you know god's call is over your life once we start the word everything is supposed to stop now again that's a choice you may make or not everything was the oracle of god because it demonstrates your faith in the word it makes it it speaks that you believe so every other thing stops for the oracles of god to speak so it's not a matter of whether i was on a business trip that's why those businesses are not working and so yes all through the day there's been word you may be doing your business doing your thing and you catch up with that 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 except of course if you had work but once we have a fixed time and God sits upon the congregation of his people every other thing stops I've said that in church many times some have obeyed some have refused to but eventually if you stay around and you stay in the will of God you will have to obey it it's just as simple as that so good evening to you all good evening so tonight again and I'm, I'm sure you'll be so tired of hearing this by the time 20 days is over however it is what it is so i speak to you not as a community leader tonight not as um, a, a black man a white man but as um, a, a shepherd of the ecclesia and so if you're watching tonight and you've not given your life to jesus you can do that right now you can just confess jesus as lord um, if you don't, then I'm not speaking to you. You may make that decision later, but later is never, never, later's never happen. And so I speak as an oracle. I speak as even I'm speaking to the church, the called out ones. And so these are not laws of general application to the world. I do not speak to the world on this occasion. Um, but of course, as a voice of God, there are times that we speak to the world. But tonight and in these days of the word, we speak to the church, to the sanctified, the saints, the cold heart ones. And so, and I speak according to scripture. So I pray tonight in Jesus' name for the understanding of the word and the right expressions of God's word in Jesus' name. First of all, if you are fasting, I implore you to go and eat. 
because you will not be able to comprehend the things that I'm going to say. So can I encourage you? Okay. Uh, well, the senior pastor says no. So don't eat. So. Okay. I thought it's eating time. I'm, oh, okay, sorry guys, sorry guys. The pastors are saying that I'll make their job hard, but I'm just saying that I do. Okay, yeah, no, don't eat, says uh, the Lord. Yeah? I'm just, I'm concerned about your ability to comprehend because I perceive that what's going to be going on is thinking of food. But I trust God that the pastors have prayed for you. They already have the jurisdiction for this jurisdiction so they can speak so i yeah i commit you to god tonight i came to tell you that there are certain prayers that paul prayed for the church and it's important that you derive essence from those prayers um, essence means that you draw something out of it like praying and asking god for a revelation of who you are who you had then means in relation to the ultimate will of God. The ultimate will of God, what God wants to do on earth, is to take over all the mountains for Jesus to be glorified, but he needs a helpmate, which is the church, the ecclesia. So when you were called out, you were called out to help fulfill that, to bring the church, the word of Jesus, to all the mountains until he reigns supreme. In days to come, we're going to talk about the rapture. There are certain things that I've spoken about in the past and I have to dismiss them to you so that, and the reason is because, it's not because I don't believe in them. The reason is because I have to discard the old tradition you have about it so that we can learn what the word of God really says about it. So I believe in the catching away of the saints. And there are simple things around that like when it comes, it will appear in the sky. I hope you remember, I mean, you've read that in scripture before. But unlike many other Christians, I take my own time to ask questions like, why is this like some, why are you not going to come here? Why are you just going to wave in this guy and we have to come? The reason is simple. It must not step on the earth. It cannot. If it does, everything will change. Every single thing, a new kingdom will be installed. So we have to meet him up in the sky. And so I've emphasized many times when we're, we're doing Bible Word or Word Conference, I insisted that we sing this song, I believe in God our Father. I believe, I believe in the saints' communion. I also believe that he's coming again. So it cannot come to the earth. Once he steps his foot on it, everything is going to change. So there are two comings. The first one will meet him up there so that it does not preempt the will of the Father, which is the change of the kingdom. The second one, the Bible shows us, and these are things that are very clear in the word. The second one, it will step on the mountain. That is the kingdom, the enforcement of the kingdom. So the second one, it will come with the thousands of his saints and we will reign with him. So ultimately, I need you to understand this, that our reward in the walk of faith is ultimately in the reign of his kingdom. Everything that we call harvest here, which he will give us and which he will progressively give us, is in order to do the will of the Father, to, to bring Christ to all these mountains and to make the name of God, to resist evil on this earth. And that is why 
let me start with this tonight. So that those are thoughts for days to come. We're going to talk about that in days to come so that you understand that our reward, the Paul said it eventually. Paul said, if all our hope is in this world, he said, then we are the most hopeless of all men. If all the fights in this world, uh, we get reward in this world because there's a certain branch of Christianity that makes us feel like all the reward is in this world. It is not. In fact, there isn't. However, there's a hundredfold return, but that's not for enjoyment. That's so that we can do more work. And so prosperity in the kingdom happens by whatever it gives us, we invest it with him. Then it qualifies us for more for the work of the kingdom. Uh, and so that's how that works. Do, do we understand that? Okay. And so we want to ask him tonight and in days to come, who am I? Who am I? and things like that but, I, but before you do that and before you interpret that to be um the who are my things on the internet and stuff please hear the word how tonight i'm gonna start from somewhere that is a bit um current it's current because they are the challenges we face let me start with this they are the challenges we face as black people in a racist country and is racist not because mr charles and i think i've said this before not because mr charles wilson or mr whatever the, the man of color it's not because he's racist so sometimes he even says i'm not even racist no it's systemic it's a system it's, it taps into a spirit of discrimination it just filters some people out and lets some people in because of stereotypes it, it's expected and so we face these difficulties. I was um, thinking and going through certain things and I understand that Europe does not expect you to be more prosperous than, than certain remits. There are limitations and they are systemic. And so when people criticize you, and it doesn't even start with a man of color, uh, the man of the other color. It starts with us as black people. We look upon me because I'm black, the Bible says. We we are naturally, we've tapped into a cross, a frequency. It is there. It is like Jezebel's spirit. It is, they are very non-expert in inventions, but very expert in bringing down. Now, I'm not ranting. I'm not complaining. I've grown out of that. Um, I want to show you something tonight. And so, we pull things down it is natural for us it's a frequency that anyone who has this color and is not born again will actually tilt towards that eventually because there is a frequency for that that is available in other words there is a pattern uh-huh that's a pattern that's the pattern of the cross upon kush uh, so that when he was supposed to cover the nakedness of his father he decided to reveal it more and shout he decided to go and tell everybody <laughs> you don't know what is going on that's the frequency that we walk in that's what happens to us and so then of course the other man is going to tap into his own frequency to and pray it was going to pray P-R-E-Y on the other one that is weaker. Do you understand that? It is, it's a frequency, it's a dimension, it's a pattern. 
and the power that is there. What creates power is pattern. I told you the other day that there is actually nothing Satan can do without scriptures. So what he needs to find is pattern. And I'm going to show you something interesting in a moment. And so they call that one, the ecclesia, which is the church. And I speak to this local assembly. Nothing must come to you as surprise. Be it the system, the police, the synagogue, or the bank fighting you. You must put on the old harm of God every minute. You must know that scripture is true and right when it's a for we do not wrestle against, look at this, against flesh. You remember we spoke about flesh a little bit yesterday. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So when Mr. Wilson is the one sitting behind the bank wheel, it is not Wilson, it's tapped into a spirit, but it needs a flesh. So his ultimate in intention for this generation in this nation is to conscript you to a certain lineage. You are either a rapper. If you're a rapper, you have some money, which is not money, but it's money for someone that has gone through a lot of being raped economically. And so it's either you're conscripted to that. It's either you're the rapper or their girlfriend or their sister. Or you're a footballer or their girlfriend or their sister or their brother or their boyfriend. Or so there are lines. And the moment you veer out of that, I don't care if you want to be nice shield or you want to be so the moment they look at that, that spirit antagonizes you straight away. It's a spiritual algorithm. It is spiritual, it has to come for you. It is spiritual. The things that we've witnessed here, the things I've seen in these few years in this place is spiritual. It is, it is, you can't even tell it all. So, but if you say this is the black man that will first attack you and say, oh, I wonder what the source of the money is. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. He taps into a frequency of pull down. That's his nature. And so when I say things like, I'm not a defender of the black race. I'm a defender of the born again race. Because, and I found why the black or white race cannot solve the problem. It is completely impossible. It is another race. For in Christ, there is neither male nor female. So no matter how many, um, how many women empowerment things you start, it cannot solve the problem. Can I tell you, I traced and we found the the problem of the women. So it's day three, I think, and we're still on women. Already, a spirit, not you, Jezebel, and you already said, oh, not again tonight. Yeah, Jezebel, again tonight. Again tonight until you die. Again, I'm not talking to your flesh. I'm talking to the frequency. I'm going to stop that frequency. I know some of you are not happy with me and you don't like me that much, but but may I say, please don't like me. Don't let's like each other. You see, like is long. It's not, it's not, it doesn't pay anybody. Now, I'm in the mood, you know, one of those moods and uh, uh, Pastor Buki is playing the keys. I need you to understand where I'm coming from. I'm coming from her just playing the keys in her church and me just sitting down preaching the word without any goal or vision or what is going to happen next. Da, 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 da. This, is, this is my element. It's like I'm in my element. And so I don't remember if there's a group chat and people are raising 1 billion or 10 billion or there are 200. I don't, it's, I'm in my element. That element is just my little office in Ashish House in those days and just the keys, sharing. The keys is just as big as the office. And just sharing the word and um, uh, and uh, 
Reverend also mentioned that he would worship, then I'll come and preach. And we were contented. There was no um, global attention. There's no newspaper is watching and this is watching. So may I then say something? In this fight against spiritual power, you want to establish the prosperity of Jesus Christ. Why? So that our young people will no longer see just rappers and drug dealers as the attraction. They will see pastors and leaders as the attraction. It's a tussle against hell. It's a tug of war against hell. Let me establish this tonight so that you understand what the spirit of distraction is. Satan does not give a toss about your bank account. He does not care about your relationship. He cares about your faith. And so when Jesus was praying for Peter, he said, I've prayed for you that your faith does not fail. And certain things will therefore happen to you occasionally that God will balance check your faith. And he has to be sure that it's still not reliant. I mean, and it's not the, the reliance is still on him, not the fact that you have money. Is stored up somewhere. He actually even checks the bank account to real to make, be sure that you don't have stale mana there because he wants you to refer to everything he gives you now as mana. So he doesn't want it stale because what it would then do is to pollute the world more because it develops maggot when it stays for too long. There are clothes I don't want to repeat in a season because it should have been given out. Otherwise, I will establish a pattern for that season. You know, there are some clothes that you naturally go back to. Since I started this lecture stuff, I've seen a lot. I've seen things that I've not seen in 40 years of my life. I've seen, and I'm not talking about the devil trying to attack me. Um, I'm talking about you and the videos you sent and send and the pictures you sent about the send about the things you want to burn and destroy. This morning, someone is burning their clothes. A prayer warrior trying to burn their clothes and then I zoomed in and I saw Rizla. But I've been told that Rizla is the cloth of weed. Therefore, the person is weed and decides to burn the cloth. Anyways, oh good, burn whatever needs to be burnt through the right source, not through your mouth. And nosaries. Oh good. Oh good. So as we tussle against hell, God begins to reveal the mysterion, the things that, oh God, you know, I, I can't wait. You'll see me quoting this scripture every night. When Paul says, behold, I actually, let's just read it. Behold, I commit to you a mystery. A mysterion, that's the, that's the original Hebrew word. It means that it is a short mouth thing. You, you have to be initiated into this life. And I've made the initiation simple. It is the blood of Jesus. And the wine and the bread, that's what it is. Tomorrow is going to be the communion night. And I perceive that it's one of the most powerful nights. However, tonight is crucial. It's the pre pre for the precursor, the discussion. I think I'll put that hope, that grammar hope. There are certain grammars because if I say preamble and precursor, even though they define something, they are still they still don't encapsulate. So it's not the it's not the use of big words. It's we want to encapsulate something. So the, the word I just used means the discussion before a book. So you see, you read intros, right, with the book. You can call it um, preambles. 
but it is a discussion so it's not just introduction it's not just talking about the book there are many introductions for example the old testament is a whole discussion about jesus everything points to him yeah so this tozo means that everyone who is called into the ecclesia must be ready for anything they will use the police the media and everything to fight you you must be ready for that intellectually but again why are movements not able to conquer it you will always at a point need power you will need supernatural power that is beyond what human intellect can do we've got to develop the human intellect but by the holy spirit and so the born again life guarantees us that power because it is therefore driven i mean our agenda daily living is driven by something that is higher than our race it is the race of the kingdom we will need power so movement that have come before us could not do it and so why did i say i'm in my natural element I want you to understand the workings of the mystery, the mystery of the wicked one. Look, there are people eating in your life right now that at a point they are meant to, they are eating there to be distractions. So you've lived past someone is on the nation group or not there. You have to give them only one gift, the greatest ignoring. Because it is not an issue right now and you've got to prove to the angels and the two witnesses the blood and the water that you've passed that level and so oh, someone left oh wow what happened no people are meant to they are eating for a season they are eating so that's why i said satan does not care about your bank account it doesn't care about this or that he what he does is he will throw things to see and god allows it to see what can still get your attention at certain season so when you go into a season where that is no longer relevant now for the church for the nation family or spark nation as it were the satan is not an idiot so he understands that you are already above being broken by numbers high number or low number you are already above that and let me give you the factor that the reason is this once you form the carcass of 12 in fact the carcass of three then 12 it is impossible to break that you already have certain establishment the most productive the most fruitful part of you are still here growing fruitfully those will give the most they are there so already satan knows he won't keep trying that it doesn't work like that he is and you'll see how it studies pattern so there are people and with due respect to those people there are people who don't mean much but they are satan's instrument to test how you think so already at this stage you've passed that it is not even a topic it is not even an issue 100 people is already the public the definition of mega church in uk is 50. Anglican church and they have a tradition once you get there you have to break it up into things and I think it makes sense in certain ways but the Lord will grant you to grow into thousands and thousands and more thousands and all that more than what you've ever seen however he is establishing right now he has established certain ten toes 
he's shown them the way to finances others are to grow into that as well or go out of that so let's establish that so that satan and bring that to your personal life so that satan does not distract you he eat those people there so that he can also see those who are fickle minded whoever inspires you to do a thing is who you will become if you look at another person and I don't want to call them unproductive so that it doesn't sound as if I'm onto anybody because I actually am not. A person whose productivity is insignificant and because of them you ask questions. Oh, I wonder what's going on. Now you are them because they attract you. Do you understand that? And you might as well make their decision because even though you've not, you still have that nature in you. And so when God is about to grow a thing, Satan, number one, it's like someone telling me what's going on on Twitter or media. There were times for those. There were times when it was necessary to respond to those and to care about those. But then that time is over. Otherwise, you will establish a pattern. I got some content from, um, from Croydon today. It's some people that have left Labour Party and they... I mean, I've been somewhere sad, some have left, some da-da-da, and they've started a war with them. Rightly so. And they want to employ my expertise. And expertise that I willingly give. I just say, what am I doing? Whatever you want me to do, you want me to come online and just say, hey, I'm available, it doesn't matter. I'll be in Nigeria anytime that I'm ready. And by the way, let me just establish that, that our global mission starts now. So please, do not ask me about when or when not. If it is next week, I'll be there. If it is next year, I'll be there. If it is 2023, it is what it is. It doesn't mean anything. So please, again, because I've submitted that to you over two years now. So let's grow out of that as well. And let's just get our global mind on. It's just as simple as that. So I really don't sincerely care about when. So again, I repeat, if it is next week, then it is next week. If it is next tomorrow, then it's next tomorrow. Then if it's 2023, then it's 2023. In other words, I'm saying I do not sit down meditating and thinking when and how. You understand that? Are you ready for the word tonight? I think I've established some few things that I wanted to establish. But let's read that scripture. These are preambles. Um, let's, let's do it. I declare to you, brothers and sisters... That flesh and blood cannot inherit the do kingdom. You, do you see why I said yesterday that it is not Jesus. When Jesus resurrected, he had no blood in him. Because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. So there was no blood in him. Now, because you would see that when Thomas asked him, when Thomas was asking for proof if it's the one, he said, look at the hole. Normally, if there's a hole in your hand, it will be bleeding. It wasn't bleeding. Please, I need you to hold that bleeding thing very seriously tonight. There was no blood there. So, he could see through the hole and know that this was he who was pierced for our iniquity. But again, I repeat, there was no bandage there. No plaster. But it wasn't bleeding. So, he had no blood. And say, this is my blood. Blood is thicker than water. No, 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 no. Kingdom is thicker than everything. The word is the new blood. Because you see the blood you carry now, if you carry it, you will die. 
Let me take you back to Eve, but let's finish this. Because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does. The perishable inherit the imperishable. When I was talking about foundation, I established this. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. So you cannot build a foundation on a shallow ground. You're not going to build the promises of God on a life that is stained. So no matter how much you are right in this world, can I just stay within the confine of the woman again tonight? No matter, in other words, I'll show you why there's no woman in the world. And again, this is not empowering men over women. Uh -huh, I've been saying it that women are funny. And that's not what I'm saying, please. That's why I said I do not speak to the world. I speak to the church. There's no woman in the world that can condemn another woman because you are just as filthy. Allow me, please. Just as filthy as the other woman, even if you've done nothing wrong. The only thing, and again, I've looked for the biggest grammar to use for this, I can't find. The only reason, the only woman who can say that I'm better than the other woman is a woman that has no monthly flow of blood. You wonder where does that come from? Don't worry, let me go beyond this tonight. In Eden, let me start from Eden. In Eden, there was a question posed to Eve. She's become Eve now. And there was a question posed, did God not say that you should not eat of this fruit? And there was the establishment of the fact between Eve, Adam, Isha, God, all the, the circle there confirming that the day you eat of it you shall die do you remember that scripture now she died that day god took that life because from then on blood came out of her now you will understand the scripture that therefore says for the life of a man is in his blood so this blood was taken that's the field so the significance of this blood was the life Leviticus chapter 15, if you start from verse 18. So, again, imagine, put yourself in my shoes and you find how difficult this is to me. I've got to teach this, but the words are quite, um, they are quite personal, but they are real. But So, I might as well forget all the trying not to say this or say that. And can we just say it tonight? Let me see if you agree that I should just go for it or be locking around the corner i don't know i bet you've never seen that it started from eve because there's a covenant of life and death and the life of a man is in his blood and that blood therefore died that they became so the 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 monthlies should i call it monthlies if we didn't start together that would be so confusing it would look like electricity bill or whatever but let me just call it the monthlies therefore is a sign of filth what it does science will tell you that it gathers all the filth is a filth situation and we're going to see someone very soon um, look at leviticus chapter 15 verse 18 and 19 and when a man has sexual relations with a woman and there is an emission of semen both of them must birth with water and they will be unclean till evening was verse 19 when a woman has a has her regular flow of blood 
the impurity of her monthly period will last seven days and anyone who touches her will be unclean till evening look at this god associate he calls it unclean now it, it's not just it's not a disease it calls it unclean that means god associates it with sin and the first woman that we found with sin was not isha it was heave now you'll begin to understand why scripture had to put the story of the woman with the issue of blood that's not just a miracle thing that's an exchange situation it's an exchange of cleanliness for uncleanliness and uncleanliness for cleanliness it is not just a touch matter it is bigger is a bigger issue tonight so the period is connected to uncleanness and it says anyone that touches her, and that's not sexual touch that's just even just contact if she sits on the chair and you sit there you become unclean if she touches something and you touch the the, the thing you become unclean because you've had contact with her why is this thing so powerful now that does not endure into the new testament so don't start thinking oh wow no you can't think that but you've got to also think that if you're not in christ because it was the sign so that's why i said that there can't be a woman that has power to condemn another and say because you say no because in adam all sinned and so this new covenant is a bloodless one because it paid with his blood so let's go back again to eden so something happened in eden and this is so interesting and i've never seen it like this but it's, it is worthy of all acceptation because it's scriptures there are three signs in scripture you have the jews the gentiles and the church the gentiles are the unbelievers right in eden when eve sinned and adam partook of that sin what did god do god killed a lamb and covered the nakedness of adam with it and once he did that now this is so vital to your christian faith you have to understand this because if you understand the book of genesis you will understand the whole of scriptures god sent adam out you know sunday schools messed us up a lot because we thought it caused him an angry little out of the garden no he sent him out now to the world i've uncovered him by grace the, apo the, the, the apostolic ministry received that there was grace for grace now when he went out into the world it is no longer his works it's now been covered with skin so whenever you see adam what you will see is covering that is from god but someone died for that covering jesus the lamb of god so when you see him you will see animal skin on adam the first thing you will see on adam is the skin of an animal and once you see that you will know that something has been killed for him to be covered the sacrifices of Christ so he spoke about Christ so he was sent into the world and he was not going to be sent by his works Eve got into works and whatever God wants to do for them to replenish and take the world he can't do it by the works of Eve because Eve had now become wise Eve can take can build a system and God says no I'm sending you out by grace do you understand that 
So the apostolic ministry that we receive when scripture says from grace to grace, it is the covering of God. And in case you do not know, God then went to Mesopotamia and found a man called Abraham. And when God established the covenant with Abraham, it was a blood covenant, the circumcision of the first king. While signifying the covering of God instead of works, which is nature. So you find that again. Now, someone challenged the authority of God. Her name is Jezebel. We read about and spoke about her yesterday. Challenged the authority of God in Israel through the spirit of Baal, Baal, the spirit of nature. And for God to have a witness in that season, he raised a man called Elijah. Elijah was God on earth, Adam on earth. But how do you know Elijah? Skin. What Elijah wore through his life was animal skin. He, he, he wore leather. And now God is saying that, so the power of Elijah, I want you to see patterns. They are patterns. So the first pattern was Adam, the clothing of Adam. Satan knew him and said, this is the guy. Animal has been killed. Elijah shows up wears the same thing is the skin of the animal is the the grace of god so your best functionality in the area whatever area god has called you for will still be based on grace the sacrifice lamb of god so the more you see jesus the more powerful you become and that's why there's no power be it the police the machinations of the system it cannot overpower you as long as you see jesus do you understand that? So Elijah comes and he wears leather now. He wears the skin of raw animals. That's what he wears. He was powerful, challenged Baal and overcame Jezebel. Da, 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 da. Now, Jesus is going to come and the one who will unveil Jesus is John the Baptist. So Elijah will come back and what do you find Elijah wearing? The skin. This is the man back in the wilderness in the garden. He wears the skin again because all the days of his life, it, John was born in the season of Jesus. He should have been wearing what Jesus then were wearing. But his skin again. Do you see pattern? Now, so what happens is Jesus comes. Jesus was not wearing skin because the animal cannot wear another animal's skin. So he was not going to wear what the lamb is wearing. Behold. So John points to him and said, Behold the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. All of us, in other words, all of us had come to speak about this first Adam. So Jesus was not going to wear what they were wearing. But look at this. Satan had known this style now. He knows the pattern. And a great confusion happens because what he's going to do now is in the praetorium, in the auditorium that they were using, they had given Jesus a cloth. This is all Satan calculating. He knows that it's about the skin, it's about what he wears, right? So he's seen patterns. He's studied the pattern of God. I want you to know that Satan is not busy in the corner attacking you. He's studying patterns for your life. He's studying it. He knows it. He's an intellectual. He's not just doing things haphazardly. But I want to, if this will reassure you, I also want you to know that um, he, everything, when scripture says in Romans chapter 8 that all things work together for good. Now everything Satan does works for your good. How much was Joseph sold for? I think 20 
shekels of gold or something like that because it couldn't be 30 why because the lord jesus has not been established so he will spend another 10 years becomes the prime minister in court of egypt at 30 so he spent that time he has to so they pay 20 he pays 10 they are patterns satan understands pattern he sees what god is trying to do he does not know prophecy ahead of time but he studies the pattern of your life he's watching the reason why it can't be powerful oh my god I, i'm i'm going ahead of myself but it's fine for tonight the reason why it can't be powerful against us is that there are certain three things that if you do you'll be more powerful than him if he, he first calls it this man of the spirit he said the man of the spirit is unpredictable it's like the wind no one knows where it's going god said to me that's why i don't show you things ahead so i appreciate you telling me about what will happen for periscope but three months i don't know you understand that so what satan has to do is to force you into a pattern of behavior it forces you so why does he give luck he knows if people lack it's they won't give he's going to conscript them into a pattern of life he's going to make things stop so that they react he already knows how you think he knows how to press your button when he wants in other words it will just make mom or dad or uncle or pastor say something and he knows how you'll behave you see that's why media tries spark nation every year it's a certain time of the year they come and try because they he knows so a time comes when he realizes, oh they're not listening they don't care then it touches the out of one or two of his agents and say move from the group move move then nobody looks there right now if pastor sam leaves the group i won't kill it won't even it won't even be a pro I'll, I'll just think yeah because i'm not going to give him the power to create a pattern so he has things hidden amongst you to force you and conscript you into a pattern so they give jesus this cloth in the guy i mean in the praetorium they give him this cloth to wear and satan is now bargaining he knows so he's saying we'll see what god will do now before he goes to the cross they took the cloth off him because satan knows if they crucify him with that cloth and he gives that cloth to the church game over for him he can't afford that because it's always about the passing of this cloth so he took he took the cloth and you remember the true dies on it they uh, what do they call that thing now the true dies they um, come on guys now tell me they cast the lord <laughs> on that cloth so he was actually crucified naked and god gives him another cloth this is the greatest grace of all before adam fell at all the glory so when you see him again he wasn't wearing any cloth that man can make with a hand that was the glory that covered adam initially before the significant i mean before the sign of the of the leather came upon him the glory of god the luminous the luminous of god was what covered him so god had all these things planned why did i mention joseph joseph's the first thing that worked was for joseph was envy the second thing was greed when his brothers were envious of him they sold him when the egyptians that bought him i believe it's egyptians or whoever that bought him they didn't have enough money i mean they wanted to make more money so they bought him already and they sold him for a greater price greed 
envy and greed was working together and then of course you know what happened in lives against three factors so that you understand the concept of Romans 8 that all things work together for good for them that love God and for them that are called according to his purpose and that's why Jesus will say things like if your brothers cheats you say let it be he said because greed works for your good envy works for your good so there are three elements the time three, 30 years that work for the life of Joseph I needed to mention that as footnote so whatever comes up against you works for you so can you see the luminous angels that first worked for for joseph they were not the angels of blessing and prosperity and good stuff greed envy and lies so the luminous angels of god do you understand that let's go back to eden so you see the pattern satan is studying this pattern and seeing how god responds and how God behaves in the issue of clothing. And he waited. So let's change style. I want you to see him for who he really is. The only man that he cannot hold is the wind, the man of the spirit. They can't predict him so they don't know what he's going to do next. And so sometimes God in court leaves certain confusion in our lives so that even we don't know. We don't know what he's about to do next. We don't know what God is going to do next. So it is not the style. So what he did again was in order to make the church ineffective, he conscripted them to charity so that you can predict their behavior and what they would do in this style. I want you to understand how evil the system is. It's a system. And so what the system is supposed to do is to make everybody uniform. So that you're predictable. He knows that on Sunday morning you're going to come. He cannot stop you from coming. And he cannot also stop God from gathering with his people. Because the Bible says wherever two or three of you are gathered in my name. There I will be. So it's not just Park Nation that he comes to. Anywhere people are gathered in the name of Jesus. Whatever church is called. He is there in the midst of them. So Satan knows he cannot stop that. But he also has another style. It is not what happens in the church because in church service, it will have to back off. It is after. He knows the pattern. He already knows what dad is going to see at home. And it's not just mom and dad, it's also even your children. He already knows what they are going to say. So it's not when you're busy at church, it's busy at them. It's working all kind of mystery in them, putting words in them and making sure that there are people who can assess you. So Jesus finally tells the people, he said, behold a man's enemy are the people of his own household. It just makes it simple because those are the enemies you will not likely fight. You'll be busy fighting the other enemies, but the ones in the house you will not because they don't look like enemies. They speak like friends, but they are enemies. So if Jesus is going to be attacked, it's, it's going to be Peter. Peter will tell him, no, 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 you're not going to die. He affects the will of God. You see, every other thing Jesus did not mind. It is what it is. But now it touches. Peter touches that night. God's will and God's call over Peter. I mean, over Jesus, Peter touches it and Jesus had to say, that's Satan. Next to him, this was the guy next to him. He just told him one minute ago that upon this rock, the revelation you've got, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. So in other words, what I'm saying is that there are certain things that happen in your life that is not meant to be known by you. 
you're just supposed to know your role so what christianity teaches us is everything that happens if i'm sick i have to know what is god what did i do what did i not do da, 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 blah 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 what it's all knowing but god says all things work together for your good because the journey what god planned for your life is ahead of you and he's going to take you through his own route why so that the man of iniquity cannot conscript you and that's why i mentioned yesterday that your weakest point is his power point because at that point he can do what he wants to do without you having much input in it and so our finances must not be be, be dependent on our ability to mobilize it must be dependent on the spirit of prayer and faith it must not be dependent on current and constant style that's why every month it changes it he's just saying it must so he limited the church to tithe and offering so that he can attack it it doesn't matter how long it takes him to attack it he will attack it so i needed to show you how he studied the pattern of clothing so you wonder why is the clothing thing the, 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 the scripture tells us that if everything that happened in the time of jesus alone is to be recorded he said all the books in this world cannot take it no so you would wonder why did he bring the issue of the clothing why we're going to the story of the woman with the issue of blood in a moment why because it's important in other words he only documented the things that are of most importance to the art of God, calling your attention to the fact that if we are to record every day, there's so much that happened, but these are the things I want you to pay attention to amongst every other thing that might have happened. And that's why we stop people from going to read. Oh, I want to, the people say, I want to read the book of Joshua. I'm going to look for the book of Enoch. I want to look for the book of the, the Maccabees. You're going to focus on things that God already said is not important. He gives us the Bible to focus on the most important things. The things that we haven't even finished understanding. So those who like to read all those things. See, everything I've said to you now, and I've been saying to you since Monday, they are still in this Bible. Have you seen them before? Did you see that God sent Adam out? With the spirit of grace by the covering. And you saw that in Elijah. And then you see it in John. Why does he repeat these things? Because power lies in patterns. So I have a pattern of giving. Let me tell you something. My pattern of giving is first of all that this is a monthly threshold. That does not mean, I mean, that threshold is not if I'm working or not. In other words, a month does not end without me giving. And that's not based on I've got work, I have, I have bills, I don't have bills. No, it's a pattern because anything outside of that pattern, Satan will create another pattern for you because it would always be, next month will be better. Then he creates deliberately a pattern. He creates that pattern in the other world, in the other line for you so that it will be another month will be better so let me tell you inconsistency is also a pattern so for me i've agreed to reach a threshold this is what i do it doesn't and so that's why he instituted the tithe to create a pattern for them so that they have a regular pattern they these things are worthy of thought guys so that you understand how to have power in God. Now, 
again a person can come to a place where your choice so this is not i've told you i'm speaking to the ecclesia which is the church so i'm not speaking to everybody so oh, it's just told them to make sure that they give it to so per month please please 15 years of work in one city three four times of preaching every week trusting as well from 300 pounds or less monthly income to wherever we are now you should know that my faith cannot lie in what people give it cannot work it won't work imagine a, a person is so seduced and induced by demons to a place where they look at a work like this and find a, a great sense of importance no it is god that is important even i cannot say i am he is the one that is important all of these i can look at the crafting and see his work he's working at something that even i don't know most times you get to know later like i told you it's an inclination something in your heart is driving you towards something and what the world will continue to do is to conscript you so you see why i started with the race so the race black race or stuff it's not to complain about whatever we face and we do face a lot which the other race will never know in this lifetime and it's fine because even that works for our good so i'm not complaining but i'm trying to show you that satan looks for pattern so what if i were you what i was told about my life is patterns patterns like when did I have the most money and why was it? What was going on in that time? Forget every other distraction. Forget, forget this happened, then this happened, someone did this, someone did. You're forming a pattern. You, how do I put this tonight? I, I do hope that the pattern of the skin matters to you. We found the issue of blood back in the New Testament. The skin meaning that the, 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 the leather skin. I've, I've shown you three or four. Again, I repeat in case you've forgotten just now. Adam. Yeah. Abraham. Yeah. Elijah. Even Moses though. Or Elijah. Then John the Baptist see the pattern the same thing they wore they were they were clothed in the same garment jesus said what did you go into the wilderness to see it's a man he, he, he said those who were costly apparel he said they are in the king's palace but what was this guy wearing grace and with that grace all the nation came to him to be baptized they were repenting i want you to understand that you are a seed of grace they were repenting it was at the backside of a desert somewhere but because it was covered by grace and and established on purpose people had to come it wasn't based on if they liked john's style or not i need the senior pastors to understand this as well when you're covered in walks you would have all styles i do this this way da, 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 da. no matter what it is as long as you've touched a woman touched with the issue of blood with the flow of blood no matter how much your logic things out it will not work you'll be seduced by demons it will be seduction 
and the system will get you. There is no church or whatever that is thriving now. Of course, all churches are going through difficult times. You will know yours more for two reasons. You are in it, so you see it. Number two, you are most relevant right now. So it's like all eyes on me. Every move you make is all eyes on you. And that's fine. It's better than being ignored. You understand that? Now, but it is the covering of grace. It is not works. And Paul will tell us that later that it is not by work that we are saved. So does this answer why we would always say, I wonder why women are so problematic that they've got the flow there. I think someone made that joke with me some weeks ago and I found it ridiculous. Whatever he was saying, he wasn't saying it out of revelation, but he's just talking loose talk. But I, I think now knowing this scripture, I think, okay, maybe God speaks to me in certain ways too so that I can find some things out. Yeah, because that was so random and unnecessary talk. But I found that if the life of a man is in his blood and God said you would die, the blood became filthy that day. We finished reading this and anyone who touches her will be unclean till evening. Let me see what 20 says. Or do you want to just go to the issue of blood? Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Yeah. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, mm. pleading with him to come to his house. Jairus was a synagogue leader. Now, he, he had to also put that there to show the importance of the movement that Jesus was making now. Like how many people do you think was around Jesus? Look at verse 42. Because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. Yeah. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. The crowd him. almost crushed him. This is a crowd of so many people. Extremely many. Now, I've gone to study like how many do you think will be there? I realized I found 100,000 people following Jesus they were going to Jairus house the media is the camera everywhere because this is a leader in the synagogue this is important is a newsworthy situation his daughter of 12 years old this is an emotional situation his daughter of 12 years old was dying and nobody knew if he believed in Jesus until this moment that he came and fell at the feet of Jesus and said, look, I've got a situation. I don't care about the public. I don't care about the crowd. This is so important to me. I don't care if people actually want to criticize me for associating with you, which is the norm of the day for Jesus. Um, I just need help right now. So the moment, that moment was so vital, so crucial, so important. The crowd almost crushed them. They were not even allowing Jesus to walk, to move. Now, this makes this important. Look at verse 43, please. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. It's so interesting that he was going to heal a person who was about 12 years old. A little girl who knew no sin. She knows no sin. She's... Um, She's a virgin, just born, um, innocent girl as it were, 12 years old. Or do you want to read that scripture again? Because I guess, I think you missed it. But please read it. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because 
His only daughter, a girl of about 12, do you, was done. Do you understand these scriptures? This is the guy's only daughter. This guy is a well-to-do man. So I want you to think about the attention that is placed upon his daughter, not to now talk of his only daughter. And she's about the age of authority, the age of 12. So this is a girl with background. She, um, she has good parents. Yeah, her dad is the synagogue leader, one of the most influential men in city. So she doesn't just go anywhere. She doesn't just move anyhow. She, apart from being a Jewish girl, um, she is a Jewish influential girl. Even you've seen so many. How many Jewish girls have you found in your parties in UK? Like when you go club, just winding and tweaking. Yeah and you don't find them right and they're not even the synagogue leader i'm just trying to let you see how much of a good background so you see when i said you know no girl can condemn the other one she's perfect she's got good home she's got good background daddy loves her she's daddy's girl that's his only daughter and she was just about 12 just 12 years old look at what happened she was dying now so death does not respect logic principle um, of holiness or purity it doesn't respect it death happened in heave and so every woman who can have the issue or can have blood flow through them they will die as well it doesn't matter how innocent that's why i needed to emphasize on the significance of the office and the person of Jairus, that as great as he was, and his daughter is still going to die the, die the death of death. She's going to die, regardless of how innocent she was. So please, don't even say tonight, I've done a lot of mistakes in life, da, da, da. it doesn't matter, even if you did none. Uh, let me use the word, you'll still die. Because of the fruit that he earth and the life that is in that blood, that flow attracts that death. It's as simple as that. So go back to this woman now. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. Uh -huh. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Did you see that? Exactly 12 years, this woman. So this woman's issue of blood started when Jairus' daughter was born just about the same time but the bible calls her a woman so we don't know who her dad is we don't know what she is we don't know if she's a, she, in fact she's not an important woman you know why because as much as there were hundred thousand plus people um, almost crushing jesus jairus got to him because life works on who you know both spiritual and logic world it works on who you know i hope you'll start that it works on who you know but anyways Jairus gets to Jesus. This woman had to fight her own way through. But by the time they meet at the junction called Jesus, called Yeshua, it's the same issue for almost the same number of years. But their background was very different. But you see the flow, the problem is the same. So it doesn't matter if a person is rich or poor, um, we're still going to meet at the same place because the problem will still occur because of in court nature, the sin in Eden. 
So a woman, the Bible again, I repeat, the woman did not define this woman by her dad, did not define her by her mom or by her community or societal status. They defined her by her problem. Whereas when they started this girl's one, they defined her by her father. I mean, interesting stuff. Again, let's just let's just conclude on that. That he's just saying that regardless of who you are, it doesn't mean anything. And a woman was there who had been subject. She was subject to it. In other words, just like Jairus' daughter is subject to death, she was also subject. For creation itself is subject. I need that scripture, and then we'll come back to this. Is subject in hope. So every one of us are subject, including the man who created systemic racism, is also subject to something. So when the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, so we can, you know, God forbid, or we can, or God forbid, whichever one, start seeing white people and say, idiot people, bad people, stoning them. It doesn't mean anything. If you kill them, the system will still remain the same. In fact, it will punish you more because creation itself is subject to something. Now, the black people movement will not like me saying this before because as far as they are concerned, it is war against flesh and blood, but we won't win. So when they look at their own year and say, how can you do a business of a million or two million within nine months? He should not complain against them he will what will he do jesus it is we see jesus of course we will then act proactively because jesus already made a way somewhere is pushing you to the next stage so we can't complain anymore when they stop our guys when they invade our houses and start carrying out illegal searches we let them but we see jesus because we will not win against flesh and blood. They are also in subjection to something. So the hatred they also who's out. They don't even know where it's coming from. The media, BBC is subjected in hope. So these guys just doing documentary thinking I'll become bigger in life. I'll make it more. I will have more money. I'll become important. Now, it's been months after. Have you noticed how those things just fizzle away? They just come and they do for like one, two days and then but the problem is a person's life can be dependent on that for the rest of their life but satan knows himself that it is very temporary now the person who did it the document he's not going to be promoted it's not going to make more money it's not going to happen if he will it would have to do more than that eventually we'll have no more story about spark because spark will just be sitting down looking and everybody will become used to spark when they hear money they say is this part people say it's money i'll be ahead so if he would have to look for someone else so he will look for another guy who is subject within our community trying to rise so subjected people in hope will always prey on subjected people do you understand that we've got to free ourselves from that it's like someone lives back today and wants to go and tell a story on youtube what is new what would you say unless if you will say that if you even say they take blood people say we heard that in newspaper that they take blood and i think that's one of the ultimate what what else is there to say if you say they raise money they say well that's what we know about for we want to be known for raising money in jesus name yeah we don't want to be known for not being able to they said they all have debt. And they said, that's not new anymore. Do you understand that? So another subject is going to come. They will have to subject someone else again. And then subject someone else again. And at this point, you've come to a place where 
you've reached the end of you and people also have reached the end of them and they look around and don't have anywhere to turn they come back to you but look at who subjects us all I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing verse 19 for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed this is important though you see, when it says revealed, I think I told you, I was trying to express that in Adam and Eve yesterday, that there was a part that was unveiled. It means it was there, but you removed the veil, isn't it? So when we are unveiled to the world, now they do not know. You see John writing, he said, brethren, I write unto you. He said, the world do not know what we are now, but when Christ is revealed, we will be seen. So even nature will see us as children of God for who we really are. The born again life is not just, hey guys, I'm a Christian. It's a revelation. But anyway, that, let's leave that for another day. For creation waits an eager expectation for the children of God. So the whites that we want to fight, I told you the other day when Joanna, Lady Jo, Pastor Jo, um, Feko, and um, Dr. Alexis and uh, whoever else, I forgot now, were sitting down having the discussion here, the Sunday discussion. Um, my dear, people started, actually someone actually took the picture and said, why did you allow them in? He said, infidels and dogs started calling them names. said, I hate them. Why did you allow them in? I'm thinking, you love me, but you hate them. He said, evil. Because that day again, I've even posted some other people of white, white color dancing in the church. So he said, so they were taking that picture and sending it to me. I said, why do you allow these people in? They are the snitch, they are the evil, they are the this, they are the that. <laughs> of course, there are many more people who appreciated the talk and stuff like that, but you have few people who said infidel. So in other words, he's fighting for us. <laughs> but against Joanna and Dr. Alexis, who is the third person, guys? Huh? And Maddie, exactly, said, those white people, I'm like, it's not those white people. So you see, we are in the same situation. You can't be texting Spark against Joanna. That's Spark. That's Maddie. That's like, <laughs> that's Hans. But he's fighting for us. So you see, creation is confused. Creation is a problem. Because everyone is looking for deliverance. So it's not the white man that is the problem. In fact, if you want to point to any problem, I've sat down. Look, I've dealt with one or two white parents before. They are different. White parents come, and I think I've said this years before. If they have a problem, white parents come and discuss. Say, I just want to, you know. Black parent. No, I told you the cause of Kush. They throw accusation from distance. It's like if I move near him, he's going to bite me. But oh, evil, evil people. From distance. Whereas a white parent would drive down and sit down and say, oh, so, um, da, da, da. They discuss. They discuss. Either in truth or hypocrisy, whatever. But at least they move near a thing and find out. But not our black parent. Never, never, ever. They judge things from a distance. They trust the tube more than their own child and you wonder how can that be like you birthed me you told me that you love me and all that how can you trust tube television more than me it doesn't make sense does it but again it is not to blame them because you will be a parent to one day right uh, so it is creation 
It is creation. It's looking for something. He said, eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Verse 20. For the creation was subjected to frustration. So do you see why we had to come to this scripture for the woman with the issue of blood? For creation was subjected. So the 12-year-old girl who had known in court no sin according to logic, she's dying. She was subject to death. Now, intentionally, the Bible did not tell us what kind of disease she was suffering. It could be COVID-19. It could be whatever else. But the Bible intentionally did not tell us. But in the same vein in scriptures, it tells us the issue of the other woman who had no background. So it tells us, again, what scripture is trying to show to us tonight on that is it doesn't matter. They played a part. In the movement called Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter what disease it is. Something kills a person. So it doesn't matter if the world don't die. The, the world didn't just die, start dying when COVID came. Before COVID came, did you read statistics? So oh, the way cancer is killing all of us now, blah, blah, blah. Before cancer came, do you remember? Maybe you're not old enough to remember. Let me tell you, when the scale of HIV came, Oh my God, you don't want to touch anybody in Africa because we were not even educated. We just thought if you touch someone, barbing saloons, problem. People were carrying Afro because they were telling us how people were dying from, and people were actually giving testimony. This is a guy who goes from prostitute house to prostitute house, but he said that they cut his head, and that's why, no, the hell, nigger, you did not contract it through my barbing salon. You contracted it because all you know is prostitutes. You understand? So when that scare came, it's like the old world is going to end. And there were diseases before then. In 1918 or so, there was a disease. That I forgot whatever it was. Spanish flu uh -huh, that ravaged the world. It's so it's been, diseases have been killing the world before Mr. COVID-20 came. So how is a believer panicking around about COVID and speaking like unbelievers? And I'm not saying don't observe all the safety measures, but you know safety measures can keep you safe. Because if you have to wear glove, you have to wash your hand, there will be one mistake. Just one not washing of hand. But whatever it is, it is what it is. But at least people get to wash their hands now. That's good. And wash their mouth. Because it's been long overdue. So anyways, um, these diseases kill the world. So it is not COVID. The COVID is a saga. It's the spirit of the age. It talks about touch. Because that's where we're going to tonight. It talks about exchange of something. It talks about taking something, contracting something from someone. That's what it is. So diseases have been killing. So it doesn't matter what kills. The same thing that was killing the, the, the woman whose age was not even told us as well. But she wasn't 12 years old. They didn't tell us her age, tell us her background, tell us many things about her. Uh, they did tell us the other ones one. So it says it doesn't matter. So they didn't tell us the disease that was killing the 12-year-old because what was killing her is sin. The sin that she didn't have to commit because she didn't have to commit it. She met the sin. It is in the flow of blood. So every man that comes into this world or woman died already. So Jesus said, except you be born again, you will die still. 
And this is a kind of death, therefore, that money cannot kill. Because I, I, I had to put, I mean, I had to emphasize on the money issue as well. Because if money could have killed, Jairus can pay any medical bill. The same thing the woman with the issue of blood. Because she's been to all physicians. The logic in Eden is logic. You know, she went to all physicians. Physician that um, um, exemplifies structure, logic, science. And what she was going to realize in Jesus or what she, she knew, she knew that day. For she said in her heart, I haven't been to all physicians or many physicians. She said in her heart, if I can touch the M of his garment. At that moment, the woman realizes that this is not a physical battle. She's entered a new realm. A realm of fight that is not physical because she's fought through physicians. Do you understand this thing? Every realm that Eve can provide that the logic of Eve and reasoning out of the system of how to save, how to buy investment, how to do this, how to hide money. When all those logic have failed, she realized that this is not a physician matter. She's entered a realm. And that realm means that she needs to look for a clean person to give her own cleanliness to. Remember Leviticus chapter 15. She calls it sin, uncleanliness. Anyways, so money could not do it for both of them. Both the one with a background. So how do I know what would happen to us as sons of God? How do I know that the wealth of the Gentiles, the wealth of the ungodly is stored up for the righteous because they will know they enter the realm soon. When they are not looking for a church, even though they are looking for the church, they are not looking for a church or a religious leader, they are looking for Jesus. So we must become him. For we see Jesus. We must become everything he is. Otherwise, there is no riches, guys. I told you something yesterday, and I think it's again worthy of acceptation. I told you the difference between advertisement and truth. You document truth. You don't advertise truth. That's why I'm so comfortable to just come. I don't check how many people watch teaching on Periscope. I don't care. It's documented. It's for generations that even I can't understand how they think, but they will need these words. Advert is I jump on Instagram. I just want them to know that Spark Nation exists. I say, look at Rose Royce, look at Dress. I don't, because I really don't care about that. Then they will have one billion views. Or that Truth is not viewed. Truth is discovered. So at a point in your life, you're looking for something and you begin, look, it doesn't matter. The moment someone sits down, even if he says, I want to teach about how to build a billion pound portfolio, people won't view it. But if somebody buys a car for their boyfriend and their um, rappers, and the boyfriend just looks at the car and performs sexual stuff on the car, everybody is viewing it, including you. You know you view it. Including you. It is meaningless. It's nothing but is they understand the spirit of the age. They understand how the spirit of this age works, which is the circus of this age. They understand how it flows and how it works with its own people. Are you with me tonight? Let's read this woman. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for so 12 years. So do you years. understand the word subject now, right? It means she didn't have to do anything to deserve it. It's not her age. 
is not our sin. She's just subject to it. Creation is subject. No, did we actually finish the reading of the subject? Please, let's, let's finish it in Romans. For the creation was subjected to frustration, yeah. not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it. Who is the one who subjected it in hope? Let me see your comment. What did you think? Let's interact at this point. I still have time. Well, I want to be sure that you're with me. Who subjected it? Okay, the last thing I can see here is laughing. That must be a long time ago. A woman, as we saw, had um, referred to the first one. Who subjected it? Because it's been subjected now in hope. Who did that? Satan, God, Eve. Talk to me, guys. Even if you're wrong, it's fine. If you don't talk to me, I'm not going to move forward. I need at least 100 people telling me. You, meaning me. Can real humans talk? By the time it comes around to explain it, it will make a bit of sense, but it doesn't, you know what I mean, but... God, Adam, God, God, God. God cannot subject creation. He created it for a reason. The Bible says, For the God who formed the heaven and earth did not form it to be uninhabited. So God cannot form it and subject it. Why would he do that? Huh? So, yeah, I accept that even if you are wrong, but it must be that you need to go back and listen to me from Monday. God cannot subject creation. The nearest will be Eve. But it's... Okay. Yeah, read on. At least I know you are watching now. Go on, man. But by the will of the one who subjected it in hope, uh -huh. that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage. Okay, so the first time you will see will being used, William, Wilhelm, Gates, Avell, Henry, the first time you will see will being used in scripture, who used it? Eve. She wants to be a powerful woman. She wants to control stuff. She wants to know. She was looking for something. So when you, you've now seen the word by the will, this is, she willed it. It was her power. Now, again, I, I was going to say two things worthy of uh, acceptation. Uh, I think I mentioned the first one and I've forgotten now. Okay, media, advert, and documenting of truth. Um, and the second one, of course, is very vital as well, is to understand the will. That, and I, I, I've been emphasizing this, I do not have a war against spirits. It's an unworthy war. You know why? They are to be honored. So you can't do a war on that. It's not worthy. It doesn't make sense. But we have demarcations and lines for their own good so the will of man is to make you as a person prosperous 
So if I'm your dad or mom, I want you to do well. And at that point, it is regardless of the involvement of God. And sometimes, occasionally, I may mention a certain God. It doesn't mean Yahweh. And so when most of our parents, including myself, when we mention God, we're not talking about Yahweh. We're talking about ourselves. We're talking about us. Because we craft it in our mind, we will it, and we impose it by the will. So what, what they would then represent is they will subject you in hope by their own will. They say, I need you to be a doctor because it's good, it's great, it's this, it's that, so you should be a doctor. So let me give you a very powerful uh, example, even though controversial. You know, Michael Jackson's dad just wanted him to be a great musician, so day and night from childhood just locks them up to just to just do their thing and it, and hey it became the world's greatest musician but at that height of being known all over the world and making all the money he was subject to the will of someone that held him do you understand that so it doesn't matter if a footballer signs a contract of 10 billion or a musician. No, so there's someone's will who holds you in, um, who holds you and gives you expectation. It is only in Christ that we are free. If any man be in Christ, is a new creation. Every other thing, no matter what they exchange for your will for, is still ownership. Now, that's Michael Jackson, right? When we in school, we had a, um, a parent of uh, one of our colleagues who was a professor and he wants all his children to be genius and they were smart. These guys, when they hold physics, that I can't even study physics, as in I look at physics and chemistry and say, nah, I don't care. When these guys have it, when they look at it, they can solve it and mathematics is nothing to them. But what it does is once they return from school, it locks them up and gives them books and they read and read and subject in hope by the will of he. So whatever motivated that man's life to want his kids to be that is a will. So, I, I, okay, I found what I was looking for. Please don't forget this. When Satan can hold you to, his, to someone's will and their pattern, it doesn't need to stress about you. He doesn't need to make you the footballer who signs 300 million if he can hold you. Because even in, you, you've just, you and your boyfriend went to Germany or wherever you guys go to holiday for. And you guys are so genius. You're so smart that all these holidays just cost you 300 pounds. 300. And you did everything that people, human beings do under 300. Now, please, why does Satan need to bother about making you a millionaire? Because you can manage. Under that 300, you still did the abortion. Everything is still within the... It came as a package. Everything worked. It still works. And it's still under 500 quid. So, Satan says, so why do I need to stress? Why am I going to use this one for a world takeover influence? No, it's already okay to influence the little group. So, Satan also works in community groups. Do you understand that? So, I'm just saying that if you're going to sin, why just wait till you can, you can say, Satan, look, I'm not doing 300 quid one. Like, let's talk real deal. But the thing is, 
either it is 300 million or 300 pounds is still the same subject in hope now you can then say well you know this footballer guy is a good guy and they are all good guys they work hard and god bless them uh, but you can say he's a good guy doesn't even do like others it's and plus him with him plus the guy who sleeps with everybody and smokes everything selling drugs in the corner of begton is still the same subject that's what i'm trying to tell you so one day my my school colleague ran mad as a young guy he just lost his mind and he lost his mind not on it it wasn't tearing his clothes but they had to take him to psychiatric hospital because he started quoting a lot of physics and chemistry non-stop telling us theories theories until the dad realized he's gone mad he's knocked out now and they have to 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 bind him and take him to psychological or psychiatric hospital and start giving him injection it is the same subject in hope this guy was not we when we get to school in secondary school i actually look at my class and go to the joint next door and sit down hang my uniform and start planning the party that we're gonna do how many girls will come that's how we lived and we didn't run mad but we were there and we still managed to pass the exam somehow so in nigeria then you see the principal coming is counted how many people are in class you know when it's coming and you just run and hide until she's tired and you come back and say hey so as we were saying but he read and ran mad ran mad we did parties too and we were still not satisfied do you understand that so please don't try to fit in i think that's what happens to teenagers right she's reading she feels like those ones are happening girls in school so she wants to be like them most girls how do i say this now at their first contact with men let me just use that based on peer pressure many of their peers say oh i've done this i've done that some of them have not but she wants to be a woman she wants to be a girl they are all subject in hope i want you to read that scripture again so you now understand scripture when it says he that subjected it so plus the guy would say i don't have big dreams i'll just be in my corner in um, in uh, in peckham and have my flat to so the guy would say ah me i want to be a billionaire it's the same subjection and i've given you i've drawn the parallel line now between the two 12 years situation it's the same subjection but unless you be born again so when you become born again it's not the desire of money it's the desire of mission that brings you money please read it again man for the creation was subjected to frustration it became frustrated so this guy that's quoting all manner of science is madness is frustration everyone in the psychiatric hospital yeah before we begin to treat them as mad and that, that we can just be as mad whatever that means because it's the expression of a frustration a life where someone cannot explain anymore and they have no counsel from the word so they lose their mind for creation was subjected to frustration not by the not by his own choice People, most of the people would desire to be rich and talk about money, 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 money. And nothing wrong with that. You know, the last five days of this is going to be talking about resources. But by then, we would have been illuminated a lot more. Everyone talking about that is certain for someone got angry because they realized without money in this world, nobody will respect you. Without this, the insult that it's the same frustration. It's not born again. 
For creation was subjected to frustration not by his own choice. He inherited a frustration. He inherited something. So the father who locks the child up to become Michael Jackson or the one who locks the child up in a remote city, in a battle, in somewhere remote that Michael Jackson doesn't know is the same subjection. Just like the woman who has 12 years issue of blood and the one who is in the confines of her dad's house, the mansion of Jairus, is the same subjection. But by the will of the one who subjected it in hope, um, um, Eve ate that fruit and she felt she would become something. But she's still looking for it till now. Verse 21. That the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay. And brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Please, do you see this now? I, I need to, to emphasize this. That the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay. So creation is constantly going toward decay. So if someone is a superstar today, you can tell where they are going. It is decay. It's toward decay. It's like you bought a bread. It can be so nice. It's okay, you've just bought a nice cloth. It cost the shirt. It's a, it's a Givenchy or Gucci or whatever. It costs 1000 from or 2000 whatever. From the day you bought it, what happens to it? It's entering decadence. So I don't even want to use food. The moment you eat food, uh, please pardon again my, my vivid example, but when you're eating that food, when you looked at it, it's so sweet. That's why you didn't fast. You look at it and say, wow, chicken and chips. Wow. But it's creation. So the moment you, you buy it, remember the money you used to buy it? The moment you earn that money as much as you need, it's going into decadence, right? But let's say you've now bought the food. The moment you look at it, the moment you finish eating it, well, I know there are some people who are eaters, but normally, the moment you finish eating that food, it's not appealing to you anymore. You've just finished a pack of pizza, a box. I'm not sure you would. Once you eat it, I'm not sure you see another box of pizza and say, oh, la, la, what a food. In, in, unless if you are sick. The moment you finish, however large your portion is, the moment you finish that big box, food is not interesting to you again. But even though you are filled up, you are going into decadence. You understand why Jesus told the woman at the, at the well, he said, you see this water, right? He said, if you drink it, he said, you will thirst again. You're coming back here. No, if you think that you like girls and you like shapes and you just sleep with everybody, the moment you're true, and I need you girls to know, the moment it's true with you, you're not as appealing. It's just what it is. Like, until, so it, nothing satisfies man. That's what I'm just trying to say anyways. Nothing. The moment you get married, it's going toward decadence. I'm sorry, those of you who just got married. It's always, I'm sorry, it's going toward decadence. Just before you feel, oh, my husband likes me, he's going to always be dead. Da, da, da. Um, he can be dead bodily because it's nation, but <laughs> mindly, he's gone. Your body will change. The body goes toward decadence. How do I say this without scaring all women now? Because whatever I say about women comes back to bite later. 
And that it's sometimes three years later, and then, oh, she hates me now. It's something I said three years ago. <laughs> I won't even know you then. Don't worry. Now, so the body, I don't care if it's a man, a woman. I've seen men who were handsome. But creation is going toward decadence. All of a sudden, this guy is no longer as handsome as he is, you know. And it's just all gone now. And I think the way life is structured is so unfair to women. Because if a man goes for a younger woman, it's all right. But if a woman goes for a younger man, it's funny and she's weird and she's crazy and she's all manner of stuff. That's the way life is structured. But hey, it is what it is. Is that one of the things population is here to change? Well, I'll leave that to the next generation, maybe. That the creation itself will be liberated. This is our duty as sons of God. That creation will be liberated from decadence. So the moment you eat that food, what is it going towards? Think about, maybe not think, but imagine, or maybe not imagine. When you pass it out, the same food that you smelt and it was so great and it was so nice and you couldn't wait because of it you didn't fast and most times when you pass it out you don't want to stay there I hope you don't want to stay there you want to leave you don't invite people you don't invite people to come and partake of the of the of what the food became and even the ones that didn't go out remember what they begin to do to your body what do you then do you now go gym now you are sweating for what you ate so we are asking why did you eat it you you man of god why did you eat it you've eaten something now you're sweating about it so some people like us just say you know what we won't eat much of it we will so that we can eat it for a long time so we eat little portions of it so that we can eat it for a long time so but you were there greedily humming at the food and then now look at what it became in your body it's now a problem now out of the ones that didn't go out what happens to it is they begin to form diseases decadence look please don't ever think money is different before you have it, it's just the same as the food. Why would it be different? You like this, like, wow, if I can just war and ah, greed, everything you're taking in, you're taking it. Then it comes now. It's either you pass it out, you're seeing what the money is. Some people had little money, and you see now it's, it's, it's giving you children, babies. And all of a sudden you're thinking, why do I have these babies? Money, because the girls thought you had money. Or maybe you heard some. And it's produced all manner, habits, that you didn't used to have, but they were inside you, and Christ has not flushed it out. You've not had an encounter with the Lord. So what happens is they are there, and now money has amplified it now, and decadence. So food is just the most vivid example, but once you use that money, in ways contrary to God, it's just the same smell, because that creation itself will be liberated from the from its bondage to decay is a bondage to decay so the people you watch on the internet and all that and they look so crazy wow wow no they are in bondage to decay 
You've just heard that someone just signed a deal for 300 million. You say, wow, remember when you bought the pizza? Because if money will bring all those happiness, they should be the happiest people on earth, right? Then you begin to wonder, why are they so miserable? What, why? Like you have everything I want. Well, this guy is just sweating everywhere, crashing his Lambo, doing all manner of things. He's struggling more than you can imagine. He's eating a lot of food. Have you ever eaten before? And I know you have, by the way. And you can't move. It's unbelievable that people do that. Like, you can't stop. Like, this is the bondage of heave. This is the curse of the blood. Like, you eat to a place where you sit down. You can't move. Like, food. Like, it's just going through your mouth. And you can see this thing becoming, you're becoming heavier. And heavier. And heavier. And you're becoming dull and dull. Food is not sleeping pill. It's not knockout pill. It's for strength. It's not for knockout. So she's finished. I will never forget. The, the, this is one of the days when I decided that. So it is not an offense against Peckham. I will never forget. Like I went into a restaurant. You know I like to be down to her days. And I saw poverty. I saw a woman with a bow. Huge of pounded yam. Woman. There is nothing called woman decorum. Because a woman's decorum says that when you're in public. Or even in secret. You must eat with decorum. You must have certain portion it's just as big and she finished it and I could not believe what I saw and from that day I said to myself I will never I don't care if I want to be humble and I want to prove humility I will never be down to earth because this earth is not the earth Do you know Panadiam? Forget the little portions you guys saw, which someone like me can't even finish the little portion. I cut it into one quarter, whatever. Uh, hey, I'm not, you, you can eat all you like, but imagine like 15 of that put together and she sits down. And I watch her in amusement as if you're watching the word of God. And I watch her in great amusement. You can go to the comments now. And I watch her and she finished everything. And then she asked for drink. And she finished it. Okay. Look, if food brings you joy, you should celebrate. I, I believe food is to be celebrated, by the way. I believe food is a... And God emphasized that I believe it. Okay, you people are fasting, right? When Pastor Sam said to me yesterday, just look, to let you know so that I'm not in contradiction to the ecclesia, he said to me yesterday, oh, can they... Family heads, should we leave them with fasting? He said, first of all, I'm not fasting. Let's just settle that before the Lord and you so that it's not, oh, he told us to fast, but we can see Trey moving to his room morning and night. So please, if you leave it, don't, don't, I didn't put you on fast. It's your problem. I'm just letting you know. Anyways, creation is subject to this. So I just needed to give that example to let you know that what what Eve actually did was so terrible that you will look for what is not lost. The completion of humanity is in Isha and Ish. It was complete. That's why you will see scriptures like, for we are complete in him. Who is the head of all principality and power? We are complete. So we're not looking for a man to complete us. Because it is creation. It will go toward decadence. We're not looking to make money to complete us. It is creation. 
those things are waiting for you to manifest and liberate them. So you cannot be bound to what you are supposed to liberate. So does that mean that we won't make money? We will have lots of it for the liberation of mankind. But it doesn't liberate us. Money doesn't liberate us from, oh, if you don't have money, people will insult you. No, insult is not based on that. If a lady has not done augmentation, people, a man, no. When she comes in her beauty, a raw natural beauty with the decorum of a woman we will not focus on her posterior to, posterior to say that she's beautiful no we will see her beauty her glory her gentleness her love her patience and people can see that and it could, just like I was observing the pounded yam of this woman and all her life she will never know that there was a young man then who will become a pity who is observing her and saying because of you I left this area as many people as I could save in that area I would not save them Jesus will save them through the people who is designated there because of your habit should I talk about food a little bit tonight? Again, I respect the fact that you are fasting. I was saying that food should be celebrated. And fasting is good. But again, the reason why I don't preach fasted life anymore, because I used to say, you know what? Fasting is important, but fasted life is better. Fasted life, fasted life means that you just don't hit any time and anyhow. But I stopped preaching that because some people say, define fasted life because... I used to eat seven times a day, but I'll reduce it to five. So I'm living a fasted life. So I realized that I can't define that anymore. I've got to just not talk about it. As much as it will help people spiritually, I can't. Because people would say, well, I finished two boxes of pizza. But through my fasted life, I shall do one. So I'm just thinking, okay, it's better. I agree with your pastors. Just go on fast. Just fast. <laughs> Paul made emphasis on food because he, he remember when he said food for the stomach and stomach for food, he said, but one day God will destroy it all. Because in the life to come, we get filled by, look at the life to come. In the world to come, we get filled by purpose, not physical food. You'll never see God refer to Adam's food, but you'll see him refer to his assignment. My food, did you see that scripture? My food is to do what? They came to Jesus. It doesn't mean it doesn't hit, but they came to him and he said, so before, because I've said this in the church before and they looked at me and said, uh, what are you talking about? How can you say purpose is food? Then I begin to wonder, do you not see the Bible? Do you understand scripture? Look at this scripture. John 4, 31. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. In other words, you do not have the knowledge, the, the, the revelation of my food has not come to you. You see the word know there again. There's no one that uses the word ginosko like Pastor Nikki. So sometimes I say to her, I, I mean, I'm thinking, have you sure you studied this word? Because when I used ginosko, I was in Lancaster and I've moved past that. But if you've studied it, it's so good. <laughs> it's why she uses that word like anything. <laughs> I have food that you do not know. You don't understand this food. Why? Because it's hidden. I, I, I've wondered as a teenager when the Bible says, He who overcomes, I will give of the eating manner. It's a food. 
Maliata. It is a eating food. It's the food that God gives his beloved. It's not rice. It's not plantain. It is bigger than that. And at the point when God wants to reveal things to you, he gives you this food. He said, I have food to eat that you do not know nothing about. It is, so imagine, if these guys are not initiated in the world of life. So they will wonder, what do you mean food? We know our food. Fish, plantain, rice, potato, kebab, um, pounded yam, pounded whatever, pudding, um, roasted um, dinner, whatever. So they're thinking, ah, this guy, you're telling us that you have food that we don't know. What is this food? Who made it? From what country? I have food that you do not know anything about. This is me. I've left the woman with the issue of blood for a moment, but I'm coming back then. A food that you do not know nothing about. Uh -huh. Then his disciples said to each other, <laughs> could someone have brought him food? They, there's no way they can comprehend what he's saying. So they said, what are you talking about? A hidden manner, a purpose that God gives you oh God a purpose that God gives you but let me start with even what is called sickness or being broke and that and that sometimes it becomes food you eat you live on it the problem in the wilderness is that the food they had was not like the flesh pot of Egypt they were not hungry But they didn't feel the flesh. So they wanted to go back to the flesh part of Egypt because it doesn't feel like what they are used to. So there are seasons that we are not used to, but it's still food because you now understand what that purpose serves in your life. You walk in it, you pray in it, and you grow. So it no longer brings you pain. Sometimes when we don't have what brings us pain is we begin to feel little about ourselves. That's the real pain, not the not having because you still wear the best clothes and you still eat the right food but it's just the security of not having. It's not food. So you're thinking, I'm not used to this kind of food and God says, this is hidden manna. You know, when you live in a family house or what you, we used to call chap house and it's, it's not that you didn't sleep healthy. You slept and you woke up, but it's not your space. Because that your space is what mom is used to. They say, my mom says I had my space. Is that space? That's not space, but you are used to it. It's the flesh part of Egypt. Jesus said, I have food that you do not know of. Verse 34. My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. So people have asked us then, and I didn't fast like my brother. My brother fasted many days because of the church they go to, but we could do seven days. I did six, da, 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 da. Why did we not feel the hunger? It's simple. There was a bigger wheel. There was a drive. Have you ever been joyfully excited before and you forgot to eat? There was something driving you. It's just that whatever that joy was is toward decadence. Tell a lady to, to not eat so that she can fit into her wedding dress. The drive of the decadence that she's going to go join hands with and start dancing all around the corner, the decadence, the joy of that decadence will keep her from eating. She will not eat. Of course, there are some that are exceptional. But she won't because she's excited about what she's but it is toward decadence <laughs> so they said there's a bigger food than rice and beans and and, and pudding and 
and um, Sunday roast. It is the will of him and to finish that will. It's food. Given is food. When you become a given, you're excited about giving. It's your food day and night. It's no longer something that someone mobilizes you to. It's a food. It's excited. And if we leave that space where giving is a food, then we've missed the whole point. But so that I can finish on the woman with the issue of blood, uh, food. So I've established that in court doctrine now so that when I've said in that church, I didn't even bother to show them that this scripture. I just thought if you can attack that quickly, then you're not worthy of even showing you John 4. This is, even not, this is not even the mystery of Paul. This is John 4, like John, like what every basic Christian. And if you're just joining the nation family, it is our doctrine of initiation to read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In fact, if you want to know that you've joined the nation family, it is the fact that you've read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you're watching me now, you're a pastor and you haven't done it. Let me tell you, the judgment of God is upon you. Especially if you've been here for a year and you've not read it. You've not gone through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. At least three times. Let's even say once. And you've not read it. And you're thinking we all know that we don't know that you've not read it. We know you haven't read it. When we see you, we see that you haven't read it. But the question will be, why would it be difficult to know who you are serving? At least meet him. So, but the judgment of God is not upon you. I'm just joking. That's a tough one. But it is. So, go and read it. Go read it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's the simplest to read. Okay, let's go back to this woman with the issue of blood so that I can start rounding up. Talk to me. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She's been subject to what happened to Eve. Remember I told you when she ate the fruit, the bleeding started, how do I know? It's a blood matter. The life of a man is in his blood. That's why it brings us back to the communion table. To restore the pure blood. Now, I, I, I forgot to mention something. All the blood of rams and goats, they were in suspension. So God could not, will not kill the physical body of Eve. Have to provide something to sustain her. So the blood of rams and goats was a temporary arrangement until the Lamb of God comes. It was a temporary arrangement until God sought out humanity. Don't forget what this sin is. It's a sin of logic. The most dangerous man is the logic man. He will not allow God. So you see logic, right? Again, don't forget, in, in case you think I'm just being extra, I'm not being extra. What logic was found in Eve. She just wants to know. But we're going to go to the man of the spirit in a moment who is like the wind. So this woman, but let me finish on this woman, otherwise we won't finish tonight. But no one could heal her. She's gone to every logical person, the scientists, the physicians, everyone. But no one, no one could heal her. Because this is not a sickness matter. This is an uncleanliness matter. Again, can I establish that fact again that there were people that were blind. That doesn't make them unclean. There were people that were lame. That didn't make them unclean. But this one, the Bible calls it, she has uncleanness. So even in this New Testament, so to speak, no matter if she sits somewhere, imagine how much rejection she's faced because nobody can be in contact with her. So it is not sickness anymore here. It's a matter of sin. 
Do you understand that? Because they were blind people. Yeah? They were blind people. It is the person with the issue of blood, the woman with the issue of blood, and the lepers. Those are the two same issues, guys. The lepers is also an interesting one because it changes the color of the skin. It's a blood skin matter. It turns them to white, but through a diseased process. Can we deal with that some other day? So again, I needed to establish the fact that it was a sin issue. So in the sin issue, there's no science that could heal it. So a woman's behavior, when we say they are extra, they are this, they are that, and I agree, sometimes, and most times, it's not a behavior therapy issue. It's spiritual. It is only the encounter with the Lord Jesus, the born-again experience, that can change that. Otherwise, you can go for lecture all you like. Sometimes, you women can attest to this, right? Something just bites you sometimes. Back to comment. Now, it's break time. Let me see comment. It just, you, it just bites you. You don't know where it's from. It just, it's like in your, it just goes, bam, and you knock out. And then the decadence you are with that it just brings out the hammer is trying to reach something that's beaten you. It's trying to hammer it out, but it doesn't know it's, it's gone mad as well. But th- look, women, talk to me, man. Come on now. It's pity, man. Stop pretending. He just bites. Look, I've always told people, I don't care if it's my mom. Something just bites everybody. It could be, so it is what it is. My mom is probably watching, but we know. By Ginosko. <laughs> it just bites. It just, it just comes. And sometimes because you don't want pity to have if you, if you have such a decorous um, honor for me, you quickly recover after a while. So we've gone well. He's beating her. It's like he's cooling down. He's gone on the, on the mountain somewhere. Whatever has beaten them. So I tell those who are married, you, you want to, this person, right, that you're talking to, heard, either well or not, heard what God said in the garden. This person went until she found Lucifer, took the fruit in affront against God and ate it. But you as the man, you're going to sit in the house arguing with her. How? So I'm looking at the man. He said, oh, no, 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 don't tell me that. Don't tell me. <laughs> I'm looking at the guy Say, oh, decadence, you will soon die. You will die. She will kill you, yeah. You will die and pass away. And God will blame you. You're not going to win. So all this thing you're doing. So you see the man say, mm, 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 I'm, not doing, I'm not talking to her. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you're thinking, what are you doing? Do you not understand that if she's wrong, you take the fruit and eat and come down? Not, now, not, not spiritual wrong now because Adam had that. I need to balance that out now because most people, it's their wife that tells them to leave a church. <laughs> I remember um, one of the elders then, one day the wife walked into me and said, Oh, Messiah, I will be moving on from this church. Da, da, da. I said, Okay, that's fine. Lancaster days. Oh, the woman. She's fought. She's fought. They fought on the welfare team. I think I told you this story before. They actually, two women actually have big argument on welfare. Welfare. 
If you can fight on welfare, you'll fight on worship. Welfare is hardly sin. It's helping people. You know welfare is like, oh, people don't have money for bus pass. Let's help them. And you fought on welfare because someone was trying to decide the name of the group. So you fought on helping people. It's the most unsensible thing in the world, but it happens in that realm. So for me, you know, I was just ignoring the fight. They fought on the fact that someone said that the, the welfare team should be called, called the harm of God. Another one said it should be called another name. The person who said it should be harm of God has a reason because it's the harm of God that helps people, whatever the harm is. And the other one says, oh, don't make, let us make it um, too religious so that it can be welfare. I get the two points, but I ignored both. I just thought, <laughs> yeah, these are the things that sort themselves out. Anyway, the other one who wants the arm has um, now fought and decided to move on. And she's told me she will move on. And the husband was an elder in the church. So she's told me, and the husband actually came, sat down with me and said, she's made that decision, but I'm not going. I looked at him. I said, okay, sir. But I understand, two weeks, by the time you go to come to church to Sunday and she's at home, you will leave. She'll just say, oh, so if you people just close. Oh, wow, praise God. Mm, okay. I said, oh, I need to hear. Ah, you know, I, um, our own church meets in the evening. Until you follow, you will leave. And again, I, I already know that in my heart, but I'm not going to tell him. Of course, he will leave, but I didn't tell him he's an adult man. Of course, like two weeks after he came to have a special meeting. I met this man years ago, I remember, I mean, years after. They were doing well at the time, probably watching me now, but that's, this is truth. I'm worthy of acceptation. I just found the word acceptation. So. Um, he came to meet me years after, got my number, and then came to meet me. Of course, as usual, as the story goes, everything is gone, blah, 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 blah. She said, you know, it's just sometimes, it's just the women that God gives us, Shah. They needed me to give them 1K. I mean, I went to their house in those days, swimming pool everywhere. They needed 1K. I thought 1,000 pounds. Like how? Anyways, so sometimes the women God gave us. But then I remember a story. When the woman, woman, woman first came to the church, which is the wife, when she first came, the man has run away. We will use prayer to bring him back and even share testimony. Now, years after I realized why he ran, we even shared testimony that, oh, by the time he came to this church, we prayed and fasted and he came back home. I thought, oh, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do, man? Let's go back to this story so that I can finish this tonight. Why did we even get there? I'm just saying arguments that you can't win. A person that eats the fruit against the knowledge of God and still look God in the face and say, oh, we've eaten it, um, we will be leaving your garden, no problem. You in your home, you're now fighting her. You want to win an argument. In the course of that, what you will do is that you will not be able to win her. So the next man is what you're going to face. You're going to face God and start dragging him on the floor. Because you're going to say, I, I really don't care about what the world though. I don't care about because I, I just don't like the provocation right now. I don't like it. <laughs> and you start vibrating because the woman has punched his Press the button. So you're going to take God because it's three of you in the garden. You're going to take God and you're going to drag him down. And that's how I learned how to keep my boundaries when two couple or couple start fighting. I just think, um, 
Because I, you're going to take me and say, Sir, I respect you a lot, but uh, once but happens, that means God is going to be dragged. You're going to take him and put him in the boot and drive the car. It's not worth it. That's what I'm saying in a nutshell. Talk to me. But no one could heal her. No one could. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his clothes. I don't know how this woman found strength to walk through 100,000 people in a place where Peter is, Judas, all these guys surrounding Jesus, Thomas, how she pressed through. But that's topic for another day, but it's an important topic. She came up behind him and touched the hem of his cloak and immediately... Her bleeding stopped. What happened there, an exchange took place. Look at verse 45. Please go on. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said... I want you to go to the account of the woman. For she said, when she's now talking to Jesus. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling at his feet and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has I need, healed I need the account where she actually said in her heart, I know that if I can touch her, I need the full account. I'm not sure Dr. Luke did that. For she has said in her heart, I think it's Mark. Yeah, please go. Matthew 9 21. Okay. She said to herself, Yeah, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. I'm not sure you still got my account, but that's fine. That's fine, so that I can pray tonight. Now, look at what is most important to me. You know, I've said a lot tonight. Been on since before hate. Listen to this. It was an exchange that happened. She was in a realm that is not logic. So I said to some people, sometimes there are persistent, persistent illness or persistent situation. And it is because you've not come to recognize that you are not holy. You are not right. And until you do the exchange with Jesus totally. Sometimes we've moved through certain situations in our lives that we've become perfect. And we've spoken many things against people who are not. And God wants to take us out of the realm of physicians and put us in the realm of exchange. So I came to discover, listen to this, this is important for your Christian journey. Every sickness that Jesus healed, he had to pay for. Isaiah chapter 53, for he took, so it wasn't free. So he had to ask, who touched me? What happened? Because he's going to pay for it on Calvary. That's what he paid for on the cross. So we thought he healed by anointing. No, he healed by exchange. He took our infirmity. He did not heal our infirmity. He took it. So it was the sin of this woman, the 12 years issue of Lord, what Eve did. 
what killed Eve. He took it so he had to die. He would have to shed blood on Calvary. Because Eve did this in Eden. And certain animals have been paying for it over time. He needed to pay for it. So again, look, everything we grew up knowing is that Jesus healed us. He took. He took our infirmity. The chastisement for our peace, Isaiah 53. And 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. The chastisement for our healing was placed upon him. So he paid for everything. So you see all those miracles that he was doing and everybody was saying, wow, wow. He was actually taking it in. And he was going to pay one day. I want you to understand the patterns of heaven. It's not just as easy as stretching his hand and say, be healed. He took our infirmity. So you see what will pain the Lord the most is people who still feel that they are whole because they have no sin. It's, that's the biggest problem. It is not those who... <laughs> it is not those who accept that they have, they have shortcomings. So you see why the world is constantly and why the, why the gate of hell and others are trying to influence us toward good without God so that we can all feel that we don't need Jesus but if you are in Christ and you still behave like that or have those thoughts sometimes it's the pride of our heart and it's there just feel I'm perfect or you feel like oh, I'm going through things I don't deserve this I don't deserve this you deserve everything but it is the touch the touch was the exchange. I've always wondered. And imagine, there is no sermon I've not heard about the woman with the issue of blood. They're, and imagine those of you who have been in church, they are exciting moments. Anytime you hear that message in church, it's like, wow, you, that's the moment. You say, oh, wow. And her hands is run around the aisle and all that. And all that is good. Nothing wrong with that. However, the real essence of it is the fact that it was an exchange that took place. It's deeper. So every woman must encounter the first Adam, must go back to Christ. And unless you're born again, you cannot heal what ill, I mean, what he did. There's no way in the world you can be as righteous as you want. So what God clothed Jesus with, Jesus had to, this was what I was saying, he had to, what Satan didn't understand was, he had to be crucified naked like that. So that God can give him a cloth that Satan knows nothing about. And that's what beats his imagination. Because this cloth now, he doesn't understand it. So before Jesus will tell them, receive the Holy Ghost. Maybe this is what tomorrow night. He was lifted off the earth. His feet, his authority wasn't here. He was lifted and when he was there, he said, now receive the Holy Spirit. All power is given to me. Go and do X, Y, Z. He was clothed with glory. A garment that is the righteousness of God. God not of man a garment that he cannot make and man cannot trace you know when you're coming out of this situation whatever situation you are in now or difficulty you'll be clothed with a garment and that's the garment he's been trying to give to you it is not the garment of how good you are financially and how much you can manage money and how much you think it's the garment of glory because how good you are financially how much you can think how much you can do satan already patterned it he understands it he also even knows that you're trying to make it so that you can give it to the house of god so he knows he understands that pattern why he's seen it before 
and it will come at you with the word so every pastor in africa is either motivational speaker success coach that, that, that he understands those patterns that's what they all do now or not or mostly do 99 percent they start with leadership center like leadership center on one street can be like 50 on one street so there's no followership center <laughs> <laughs> because every follower has gone to leaders to start leaders me I, I don't get it everybody there's a garment that satan does not know there's a garment called the righteousness of god he said as it is written he said the just shall live by faith this is a righteousness that is from faith to faith faith oh my god at this point i can start preaching it is faith to faith because the more you know him the more you have faith and you cannot know him without being in that wilderness space where your attention can be focused on him. You will prosper more if 99% of the things in your mind are taken out. It's just you look at the mind of a normal person and there are many things. That's why we fast. It is concentration because just it is easier now to meet 10 people within 10 minutes. It's just facebook or whatever you guys use now instagram you meet 10 people and in a moment you'll be infected with their lives and they are taught just in a moment in a minute you're in 10 people's life and 10 people are in your life the righteousness that comes by faith says i wanted to look for that scripture how close on maybe maybe not i don't know it is the righteousness that comes by faith. What is this faith? It's not faith that I will have a car tomorrow or I will have a house tomorrow. It's faith thrust in the work, finished work of Christ on the cross that he was chastised. We were actually going to do Isaiah 53 first. That he was chastised for my iniquity. So my iniquity is not my worthiness. So when you're coming out of this sickness or this lack or whatever, you will be clothed with a new garment. It is going to be a garment of glory, the one that the hand of man cannot craft. So he's dealing with something in your life right now because he knows that there's still a righteousness that is not by faith. Talk to me. Surely he took up our pain. He did not throw it away. He took it. He absorbed it. Surely he took up our pain. So this pain is more than body, body pain it also has to do with your background the, the, the things that nobody no eyes can see in your life the quiet moments the, the, the pain of the emotional pain the pain of rejection the fear of if someone will reject you he took it let him have it and, and the bible shows us tonight with the woman with the issue of blood that we can no physician can heal that so i know you've piled up books about motivation about why god why not god why this and that no only jesus finished work you're seeing the finished work of christ can take that pain and anything outside that is the blood of bulls and goats and Jesus did away with that when he sacrificed himself. So it is him we look at motivation, um, inspiration, um, um, psychic or whatever they call those people. Psychology speaking to you is the blood of bulls and goats. They are temporary stuff. They fix you for a day and all of a sudden you walk back toward decadence. It is the finished work of Christ. It took up our pain and bore. I was suffering. Every suffering. So when we as a, uh, as 
black people or whatever we are or young people or believers or spark nation when we look at our sufferings what we must do is to look at him more we don't become angry with the system we don't become angry that's the difference between us and whatever other movement including the nation of islam as much as i like what they did or like what they were doing no we i still have to look back at jesus not elijah muhammad we use them as reference i have to look back at jesus not marcus gavi and so when i thought about that like what they played last sunday i was driving toward jesus the ultimate the only one who could solve so we in our sufferings we look to jesus we begin to dig more that's why you guys are praying we're all praying now we're more in the word looking at jesus and i want to tell all the leaders right you speak powerfully but let me tell you you'll be lost in a world you don't know look at everything i've said about jesus we see jesus the meeting and study that and put your notes together otherwise you will go between words and you'll be saying things that you cannot impact and it will mean nothing surely he took our pain and, our, and bore our suffering yet we considered him as if he was punished by god uh -huh. stricken by him and afflicted verse five but he was pierced for our transgression. Why was he pierced? It is our wrongdoing. So what is the wrongdoing? Is that the fact that you had a boyfriend when you were younger? Because some of you are still regretting. Oh, I regret what I did. I regret an abortion. It doesn't mean anything. Even if you didn't. You still die. Like the 12 year old. Unless she meets Jesus. Do you understand that? So even if you didn't, so all these, oh man, if I didn't do this, I did this, I did that. And sometimes people know how to put those emotions and just pour it out, just pour it out. You know, we've discussed this before, right? If you don't meet Jesus, this thing is going to switch off. But it was pierced for our transgression. So someone paid for it. That's the whole essence of our faith. So you can't pay for what someone paid for again. That would be double payment. He was crushed for our iniquities. I can't read it anymore now. These guys will not come. I wonder what they do in that room sometimes. Media room remains media room, isn't it? It's a spirit. No matter. It can be Lancaster House, fourth floor. It's a frequency. It's a power. It just remains it. Just like instrumentalists. It remains the same. It's unbelievable. But it was pierced for our transgression. It was crushed for our iniquity so in other words what i'm saying is iniquity is a state of being eve even what my dad did wrong he inherited it but he was crushed for it so i won't be crushed so when something comes and is trying to crush you what you're saying is that i can't be crushed because it was crushed for that iniquity so i'm only accepting the finished work of christ on the cross and i'm by that finished work so as a married man or woman especially men when satan tries to attack your wife or your marriage you are the one to stand because you are the head of it and say you're not going to come here because it was crushed our iniquity the punishment that brought us peace was on him so my peace is not based on me doing things right so, well if you do wrong things wrong things will happen to you my peace is not based on me doing everything right he was so he knew that i would do things that would make me be punished for war but my peace he was punished for my peace this is the work we stand in and how are we healed and by his wounds we are healed so when they wounded him on cover it was the payment for that woman's 
woman sin or that woman which he didn't sin but he took it and Satan said you've got to pay for what you bought you've got to pay so when we worship Jesus we're not being religious and that's why I detest and I've been speaking against those who worship Jesus as religion and it becomes a clincher because this is actual work this is the finished work in which Spark Nation stands and by his wounds we are healed he paid for it so please don't tell me about COVID. That's why I, I told you about all these diseases that the world will die anyways. After 19, there will be another thing and another thing. So please don't, don't make me a scientist. Who now knows how COVID works, how many diseases work in the body of a man, da 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 da. It, by his wounds we are healed now is that denying that COVID exists? In fact, if anything I'm accepting more that it exists so it's not a conspiracy of no there's no COVID. there is it's everywhere and it kills because that's his job however there are people he can't touch and by his wounds we are healed it is constant so that doesn't mean we will not have sickness they will come and try but you have to understand the finished work and you have to so if there's anything I've said tonight and I can't get to even the prayer that I said we're gonna pray or telling you why that prayer is important I needed you to see this finished work and where the sin came from so I think I hope that on the third night I've settled the case of the women I hope that if you're not born again, it will bite you constantly. Now, you see, if you listen to pity all the time and all these corrections are coming, da, 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 it will bite you lesser. But it will bite you when it is most needed. So it's not gone, it's hiding. It just realizes a pattern and says, let me not manifest. We've been manifesting when it was necessary and not necessary yeah we've been manifesting just to test that they are still in control so it tells the demon don't do it let it be the day of our glory just bite once and go so that now you're not wasting bites so and that's why jesus said except a man be born again so he cannot character modify he cannot manage it let's just be managing it no she has to be born again we've got to close with that other scripture so I've affirmed that there's disease there's COVID those who say there's no COVID don't worry there is COVID and it kills and it's just doing its job however it was wounded for our iniquity but we've been able to search out why people are not healed or why certain situations persist they still wear and rely on the blood of bulls and God. Still do that. It has to be the finished work of Christ on the cross. So who is a born again man? The man of the spirit. The manifestation of this man is what the scripture tells us now. Don't forget the prayer is God. Who am I in this? So maybe you're in the nation family. Maybe use the occasion of your fasting to say, tell me Lord, I want to see who I am i am at least i've found where i should be yeah establish me but show me 
And some of you will begin to see by knowledge another kind of food will begin to feed you. I believe that's what happens in fasting as well. Another kind of food feeds people. It will feed you with the food of purpose. It will let you know you are a financier. I need you to give, meaning this God speaking, a million a month. It feeds you with that purpose and everything around you obsesses you. As people are established, I told you before, as people are established, the people that were not necessary are taken off. It's like the building of a house. You use certain sticks to hold it for a while until the pillars get strong. But imagine you now keep those sticks in the house after the pillar is done. You say, oh, because it's the first stick I bought. Then you enter this house, the pillars that they use for the decking, you now meet it here. You say, ah, Mr. Landlord, why is this here? You say, ah, this stick has been here for long ago. I don't want it to go. No, the builder don't care. They say, I've been here for five years. The builder says, yeah, job done. Go away. Because the pillars are stronger. The nation pillar is strong. That's what it is. It doesn't keep sticks. Again, that's not a word against those other people. No, they are blessed and they will do well in life. I pray in Jesus' name. But now, it, the mission is more than them. It's way more than that. What do you say? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Uh -huh. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. Do you see what flesh means there? Have you ever thought of it? Logic gives birth to logic. Eve gives birth to Eve. It is called flesh. And you remember Jesus already told us that flesh and blood will never, cannot underline the word cannot he said corruptible the corruptible cannot inherit incorruptible it's not possible death cannot inherit life it's impossible you can be a professor professor of education or professor of professors you will still not inherit the kingdom he said flesh gives birth to flesh so what you must do in your house fellowship and in the groups you lead is realize that when people are very, very fleshy you're giving birth to flesh because you're flesh flesh gives birth to flesh but what but the spirit gives birth to spirit this was ish and isha the spirit gives birth to spirit not ken and abel ken and abel was contrary to one another that's what flesh gave birth to. We don't know where Cain got hatred from. We just know this thing is there. Where the manifestation of heave was in him. Not Cain and Abel. Flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth also. Spiritual things birth. Verse 7. You should not be surprised at my saying. You must be born again. Can I re-emphasize that word? It means the logic, which I can be sometimes too. We all are. At a certain point, you just have to logic some things out. So don't feel you are free. I must not feel I'm free. It said, look, you can be all that all you like. You have to be born again. <laughs> it said there's no other way. Not prayer, sorry. Not fasting, sorry. So there are many unborn again people that fast. You all know aunties and moms will fast. They fast. They're not born again. 
should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again uh-huh. the wind blows wherever this is the manifestation of the man of the spirit the wind blows wherever so that, that's not logic you can't logic wind as in nobody says you see this wind now it's going to America the guy just shows up wherever he likes it blows wherever he pleases uh-huh. you hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going so is everyone i love this so so look how do you know a born again man this is not pity's word don't take my word for it so how do we know a person is born again because they sing born 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 again thank god i'm born again or because they attend church or because they now say i'm a born again child of god and put the flyer in their house that's one of the things I dread most about Nigeria, apart from mosquitoes. Seeing those things on the car and in, and in the house with the face of their general overseer, I'm thinking, how do I cope with this? Don't worry about revival and stuff. I'm just thinking, how do I ignore? How do I ignore this? Because I love the fact that you all know your dad, but it's not Jesus. like, And it's not even that answer. But anyways... How do you know that someone is born again? He said, so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Remember how he started that scripture, flesh gives birth to flesh, spirit to spirit. So how do we know a man that is birthed by flesh and the one that is born by spirit? It's like the wind. He blows. Now, these are not spooky people. So someone don't come here and say, I'm blowing off. No, don't. That's chaff. You are being blown. That's not you blowing. <laughs> I'm blowing off for no, don't blow up. That's chaff. That's someone. The man who sits in the seat of the scornful and stands in the path of the ungodly. Um, that's not the man of the spirit. So please, on all these theories, can I then ask you what is the role of regulatory bodies in the church, like charity and co? What would they play? Because you cannot be a church of the spirit and of charity commission both because that's flesh now was charity commission needed yes so that it can regulate certain behaviors because certain people can be crazy it has to be that's flesh it has to be bread does it make logic yes does it make sense yes does it help humans yes did god allow it yes because god found out that people can live without being born again and there will be loose cannons but can he perfect the spirit? No, because flesh cannot perfect the things of the spirit. It will never work. Like flesh cannot make the spirit right. Because it cannot discern the spirit. It does not know it. It cannot perceive the things of the spirit. So I round up with the question tonight. Are you born again? How do you know? Are you spiritual? Given is spiritual, is semen, is seed. It is spiritual. It is not. It is not mobilized. Mobilization is the deposit of the word. It is spiritual. It is based on followership. So any one of the flesh around you cannot understand it. They cannot know it. They cannot discern it. It's impossible for the flesh to. It's like darkness understanding light and the light shine in darkness and darkness did not comprehend it building my life and all that is logical saving is logical because it's flesh everyone does that giving is illogical 
So Satan needed a power in the world. He needed to make his own men powerful. And he understood that he cannot do it without seed. He cannot do it without seed. So he created foundational philanthropists so that they can pattern power according to God. But there is no power like God's power. Seed is power. That's why it is not. God told me, you better stop saying, oh, this one will use it to give food. It will be according to the power of the flesh. Do what you do, but you cannot patterning like this you become a philanthropist but that's Satan copying imagine you read through the Bible and you won't find one philanthropist unbelievable not Abraham as rich as he was not Job now they did give to the community they did give to but it wasn't recorded why because god is saying that's not my own pattern my pattern is god speaks you do what he wants ask you to do you don't respond because oh people are hungry here no it is god so when we and we should feed people but when we do it outside of the scriptures and establishing the order of jesus christ guess what we just did we just became god so philanthropies become god satan needed to pattern power What are we singing tonight? Go back to comments now, please. You are called to be a giver, not a philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it's important to also, I mean, to continue to mention that Jesus said, Verily, like, it's no other way. But again, we find men that are not people of the spirit but they claim to claim to be born again because they quote bible verses it didn't say this is how you know the man of the spirit by quoting bible verses never he's a man of the spirit let me be more explicit if i may please tonight you can't tell what he's going to do next so it's guess what something indoctrinates you to the all of fame of that man of the spirit you follow men of the spirit too. And then tomorrow they say, we're doing, Satan will never, have, he could never have seen 20 days of word happening in Adam and Eve's talk. What I've been saying since Monday. As of Sunday even afternoon, when we started church on Sunday morning, he's never seen it. He didn't know. So this is a surprise to him. So I've got to finish it quickly before it comes for me because it would then pattern it. It would just pattern it straight away. So why did God not tell me on Friday? Because he doesn't want him to know. But he finds a man that is, and a people, which is you, that if the man says, we're doing 20 days of word, you'll just say, yes, Lord, you're a person of the spirit. So what, what does Satan in his, in, his, in his dark wisdom try to make us do? When I've thought about 20 days of word, I'll think, you know what, I need to check with them. You see Christmas is coming. At Shepherd Media want to record um, this one too. All of them will come from hell. And that's not them trying to do a thing. They just have to have a meeting to say, you know what, um, you know what going to do, that, that, that. It's hell. It's an inclination. Propensity. And God says, this is the target I want you to make. You then say, I wonder how many of you walk, pay taxes. Now, we're going to pattern something now. We're trying to pattern instead of faith. They just shall live by faith. 
It is not lived by their salary. Faith. So Satan will actually touch your account, touch stuff so that he can pattern you, so that you can have a conversation. Let's talk. He say, look, you're doing me harm, man. Let's just, look, I'm not trying to hurt you. Let's just talk. Be more decent. And no, no, I'm not going to be decent. So he's a man of the spirit. That's how you know born again. Not church attendance. Church attendance is part of it, but that's not how you know a born again person. So that's how some of us got, or why some of us got angry with the other religion and we began to say the things that we say because it's, it's been patterned by Satan and there's no surprise. If you go into a church, you can almost predict what would happen. Opening prayer, worship, after worship, um, offering on some occasion, the word of God, altar call, until Satan made, Satan did altar call until there was nobody to call for altar call. So he made sure that people were responding until there's no more need. And then he raised it until he will erase everything. But you see why he hates your nation, family, spark nation. It doesn't just know what is going to happen next. It doesn't just know. And it can't because even I can't reveal it to him because I don't know. Imagine I'm talking about we're going to Africa, we're going to Africa. And one day I just said, maybe Atlanta. Satan sit down and say, guy, look, I want to bless what you are doing. But I don't know what to bless. I want to bless it. Because I will put you in systems and regulate it and you would have more. I'm saying, yeah, bro, I'm not bro, but yeah, man, but I, I don't know too. So, so you don't know? He said, I don't. Has God not revealed it to you? No. Uh, I don't know. So even if I want to tell you, sir, I can't. Because I don't know. You see the book of Revelation. You see, revealing means that there is something concealed. So there were four parts of Jesus that John saw. And he didn't show him the other part. Meaning revelation itself is telling us how to see what is not shown. We'll deal with that tomorrow. You're still not talking to me. Everybody, listen to me please. Everybody, every giver in this house will prosper beyond measure. Don't say amen yet. Wait. The mystery, it's a mystery. It's not a logic. So, when we get used to a pattern, it will shift it because it's a mysterion. The moment one or two spies have come and gone and they can tell, oh, this is what they do. So, the world is confused now. It's lone, it's monodrin, it's this, it's that. They are confused. So, the person that left yesterday, if there's any, I don't know, that left yesterday, by the time the door is shut, they must not know the next thing. They cannot know because it's a mystery and it's a mystery. And even we don't know. So it's not like we're trying to hide it from them. But we don't know. So a person goes to sit on television and say, I know how they give. They do, um, let me see, maybe the one we did last year, like 100 lines or whatever. By the time he's revealing it to his cohort from hell today, it's already changed. 
in the kingdom so that's why you are to have newton and because peter can say it's 10 lines today and tomorrow i say actually 13. then i look like an unbalanced man but he's a man of the spirit the same thing must apply in your everyday life so you don't sit down with a job and say this job i'm gonna use it to build my life it is faith they just live by faith and the righteousness by which they walk is the righteousness of christ jesus it's not their own workings it's not their own righteousness so that's why there is nothing like well you know what um let us um let us do convention in may 16. the start way of god is listen guys convention is next week eventually also it will bring you to time and certain anniversaries because they exist in scriptures as well it will do that when you realize that you're not bound to it do you understand that that's right freely you gave it all for us surrendered your life upon that cross Great is your love poured out for us. This is our God. Lifted on high from death to life. Forever our God is glorified. Servant and King. Rescue the world. This is our God. Everybody, let's say it together. Freely you gave it all for us. Everybody now, come on now. It's on your screen. Freely you gave it all for us. Surrendered your life upon that cross. Great is your love poured out for us this is our God lifted on night lifted on night from death to life forever our God is glorified servant and king you rescue the world. This is our God. And I fall at your feet. I fall at your feet. And I will worship you here. You know the Lord says to someone tonight. Now understand the pattern. Sometimes we call for certain seed, and people tell me in church, or even fasting. And people tell me in church, like, I already wanted to fast. You know those inclinations. I already felt this is what I should give. Many of you, most of you, in the days when you had fellowship with God and the counsel of God was tabernacle upon your tent, you had those inclinations. Something happened along the way. God says, go back to it. So before Peter even came out to call for something or your senior pastor said that, 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 
the counsel of God was upon your tabernacle. Where did I get that from? Job. He said, I remember the days. He said, like the days when the counsel of God was upon my tabernacle. The, the counsel of God was there. So sometimes when we say those things, they're already in your spirit. And all of a sudden, certain things started coming on them and then you got confused and Satan formed you into a pattern and created you according to his own image, which is systems and logic. God says, go back there. He will not continue a conversation that you stopped. Many other things entered and you could have been carried away with, okay, nation is trying to reach people so they, I just need to get the next venture or the next Gucci. It's decadence. Where is the Gucci now? Remember the Gucci you bought with all the BBL? What's happened to it? It's now bending. It's now wrinkling. It's now shifting. Things are happening to it. And the more you're looking at the wrinkle, you're thinking, oh man, this is going out of fashion. I need another one. That is the water that does not quench thirst. But there is a constant and endless flow of water in him. And it does not exclude those things. But he gives it in his own time if you need it for mission. So God said, as we sing that song, he said, look, just tell them, go back to that stream. And fear not. So there will be no doctrine, there will be nothing that Peter will say that doesn't have a confirmation in your spirit already. Because I will not, I refuse to, I will not. And I speak to, the, to this group, not Spark Nation now, Spark Nation now, SP Ministry, Charity Number, blah, blah, blah. Your board of trustees will tell you what to give, how to give, what the needs are. That's the job of the board of trustees. The blessing is on them to do that. But me, I speak as Toby Adewiger tonight, and I'm saying I will not come to aim at a target because of need. Because that's not how grace to grace and faith to faith works. Is something you receive in your spirit. In other words, the supply is already given to people. Now, what if they don't meet it? That's their problem. It is them not walking by the spirit, not me. Now, how can I deny myself of walking up by the spirit? I can begin to consider so I will know a lot of information about your life, our struggle, our this. And then what I'm supposed to do with that is to take your pattern and pattern you with me. And then we walk with the same yoke. So your struggle becomes mine. So we walk with a yoke. So the problem then is there's nobody. You're supposed to be yoked with my yoke so that we move faster, so that I'm yoked with Christ's. But most times pastors go and yoke themselves with their people's yoke. A time is going to come that when I want to call for sowing, we want to help a nation. I'm going to sit. It doesn't matter where in the world. It doesn't matter anymore, guys. Either I'm in London or I'm not. When Pastor Dami, Pastor Sam call for service, you need to pack the place with thousands of people. It is COVID that you say don't come. That's what you need to do. Wherever PT is, a time is going to come on live TV. I'm going to say, tonight I'm raising 100 million. And I will raise it by saying, this house, this house, 10, 10, 20. He will come. Mark my words. God's word has confirmed it and it's going to be so. I will raise 2 billion. I will, we will do it. 100 billion. I heard Warren Buffett saying the other day, if it's me that said it, they would, he said, oh, 426 million is not a lot of money. <laughs> he was talking about something in passing. It's not bragging. It's just talking. 
He said, yeah, we bought something and I think it didn't go right and some investment. He said, but it's 426. I mean, 462. I'm thinking 462 Naira pounds. He said, oh, well, 462 million dollars is not a lot of money. And I received that. I accept it. That if their pattern can do that, I need believers talking like that with the understanding. Not with the nature, not with logical. Uh -huh. Those are two different things. The nature of God, the man of the spirit. These things will happen. The spirit of Christ testifies it. Oh, God says, it is this world. The days when the first thing in your mind is not rent or how do we heat or we put something together in case something happens. No, it's the days of faith. Grace to grace. Am I anti-saving? Please, by all means, save. Do whatever you do. Do your thing, please. I'm talking to some people. Not all people. Uh, let's just sing tonight. I'm tired. I'm, I don't want to sing, but I know we've got to pray. Ashley, you promised to come. You, you've created a pattern now. You know, the pattern is, I oh, will be there. Once you do it twice, it's now witnessed. Now you can then say it's a car thing, something happened, a crocodile swallowed something, but it's a pattern now. Well, let me, let's just sing a little bit tonight and then pray in the spirit. Is that okay? It will be. And there is coming when the nations will have, the nation family will have estates endless. But they will not be bought because of fear. The power of God is everywhere tonight. The angels of God. Even your understanding. And actually taking some people out of the expectation. Because some of you are still with physicians. Like everything PT has been saying and since he joins back, it's just trying physicians. You know, that's why people come and some go because they are trying another physician. They haven't realized that they're in a realm. In this realm, there's no doctor that can heal. It is subject to sin. So it's not because we are black. It is a sin nature. Of course, when we talk to the world, we will talk about black and all that. But hey, what are you saying? Oh, we bless you, Jesus. You see the mystery of praying in the spirit. Someone said, Well, because what I don't understand is when you come public and every one of you come to church and you're praying in tongues, Paul said that he said, He that prays in the spirit utters mystery to God. So, can I not utter mysteries to God among other brethren? I don't understand. Some people just look for things to say, so it doesn't matter. And for as long as I see it in scripture that Paul said and, and scripture confirms that we utter mysteries to God. And on the day of Pentecost, they spoke in unknown language. Please. And we found two unknown language. At first, they were speaking other people's language. But I don't think God will keep you with friends. So each time you speak, you're speaking French to him. There are languages that is more than what human. Again, that's another logic. Say, so, yeah, but it must be. No, those are sign language. Everyone in all the houses tonight, if you've not been filled with the Holy Spirit, go meet your family, Ed, and tell them we're not a church that forget about playing hands for people to receive the Spirit of God through the evidence of speaking in tongues. So we don't get more modern than that. Malika Tozo Brahanda. 
Oh, we bless you, Jesus, tonight. We thank you for the born-again life. We thank you for the seed of God. We also thank you for our seed, our givings. We thank you. We sanctify them. We receive it by faith. We thank you for the apostleship from grace to grace, from faith to faith. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Lord. I see new plants, new seed, new things rising up for us. New help and new helpers, freshness, grace, grace. Jesus, as we look to Jesus tonight, we celebrate you, Jesus. I proclaim your name to the nations, the name of Jesus. The Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's right, you ask me who do I? You ask me who do I? Say that you are and I say that you are the Christ, you are the Son of the Living God. You ask me, Who do I say that you are and I say that you are the Christ, you are the Son of the everybody? Let's say it together tonight. You ask me, Who do I? Say that you are and I say that you are the Christ, you are the Son, and I will bless the Lord forever. I'll bless your holy name, and I will bless the Lord, and I will bless the Lord forever I'll bless holy name and I will bless the Lord and I will bless the Lord forever I'll bless your name you are my light and salvation Whom shall I fear? You are the strength of all my days. Of whom shall I be afraid? No one may rise against me. Of this will I be sure, and I will bless the Lord, and I will bless the Lord forever. I'll bless your holy name. I will bless the Lord, and I will bless the Lord forever. I'll bless 
Yo, Lord, it is you that I desire. Everybody, let's say it together. Lord, it is you I desire. It's you that I see. To live with you in your house forever. Beholding your beauty. And in the time of trouble, of this will I be sure. And I will bless, and I will bless the Lord forever. I'll bless your holy name. And I will bless, and I will bless the Lord forever. I'll bless your holy name. You ask me, who do I say that you are and I say that you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. You ask me, who do I say that you are and I say that you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. Yeshua, we worship you tonight, Jesus, the son of the living God, the Christ, the Jesus. We thank you for the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. Let your blessings rest upon every listener and doer tonight. Father, I've declared to them the mysteries of this kingdom. I thank you for the born again nature and spirit. And that is what I ask for tonight. That we will come out of the physician's office and come into the spirit world oh god reveal things therefore to these little ones reveal things to them that eyes have not seen for you've chosen them to reveal the mysteries of this kingdom to them i thank you jesus i bless their seed i bless their time i i've just seen god just said bless the seed just bless the given i bless it i command multiplication and increase resources beyond human imagination i command that the fountains of heaven break open according to this word right now in jesus precious name let me see your amen go back to the comment guys the blessing is on you the blessing is on you praise god amen and amen and amen and amen praise god praise god amen 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 glory be to jesus glory be to jesus yes glory be to jesus praise god praise god praise god i can't see the amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen amen praise god amen amen praise god amen god is good amen praise god praise god praise God and amen and amen praise God let me let me let me someone called my attention to something and I, it, it is also worthy of note 
Because someone said, okay, what if I've walked in the spirit of Jezebel and I didn't know it and all that? The scripture, one of your sisters called my attention to the fact that scripture shows us that God gave Jezebel time to repent. So it's not all doom and gloom for that spirit or the oppression of that spirit. It's in the same revelation. If you read, we stopped somewhere yesterday, but if you read it for that, it said, For I gave her time that she may repent. He said, For but if she doesn't repent, he said, Behold, I will cast her to the sick bed and all those who committed fornication with her. Adultery, actually, he calls it adultery because they were married to Christ, right? He said, All those who committed that with her, I said, I will kill them with sickness on the bed of healness. That's what he says. So there's time for certain repentance now how do you know someone that, is, that doesn't repent they become angry that means there's no more space for repentance but the grace of god is upon you all walk in that grace walk in this confidence um, you can't reason these things how you pray through what's the protocol of the fasting is everybody fasting okay so different families are fasting with different styles I pray that God will give you a revelation. Use it as your focus. Don't let anybody distract you. See, I just want to talk about Spark Nation. Uh, I'm not feeling. That was conversation of 2018, 2019. That was when we were children. That cannot exist now. So, but it was my best friend in church. If you still go into that conversation, that means you didn't grow. And eventually, you may not live with them now. You will go with them eventually. It's no conversation. You've got, we've outgrown that. And God is blessing us with more and more people. Increase on every side. In Jesus' name. God bless you all. Have a lovely evening. Someone say, how do you know what to preach for 20 days? I don't. I trust God daily. So after the word today, so I don't even keep some for tomorrow. That's why we've been doing almost three hours every night. So I trust God for what he will teach us tomorrow. Get your communion ready tomorrow. That's just the bread and the wine get it ready almost all day if you're in a family house or you're watching by yourself just get your communion ready a time will come that we're gonna pray on it after the word and we sanctify it and it is the flesh and the body of christ the blessing of god is on you and i love you all god bless you all thank you thank you too